I'm gonna try to swing this ad by. Right, Ready? So whenever they introduce you, <laughs> to crack the beer, yeah. you do it. All right. <laughs> This episode of The Break Room is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Watch episodes of current seasons, TVs, top shows, blah, 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 like Modern Family, The Office Family Guide, and our recent favorite Hannibal on your TV, game, console, phone, or tablet. Visit breakroom.tv slash Hulu to get started for only $7.99 per month. I should probably stop that now. A power shortage on the shuttle. Could bring it down early. At 11. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers will not be presented this evening. KTBR Break Room. Hit the drum, I get wicked. Turn it up. Why is it, Macho Man, when I sit and talk to you, stand and talk to you for that matter, that I think of old Sonny and Cher hits? Why is that? Unbelievable. Time distortion. Space is the place me and Gene Okerlund go down that lonesome highway. Yeah. But don't be hypnotized, no. Reincarnation doesn't have to be. You can concentrate and you can, uh, mental but, telepathy. But, yeah, but the beat goes on. But the beat goes on. In 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, Maybe you can hire the break room. Podcasting live from the break room towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex. It's the break room with Mark, Dustin and Thomas. Episode 164, April 26th, yet another Friday, we are actually doing a show. My name's Mark. I'm Thomas. And I'm uh, Dusted. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Javier. And this is... Oh, I'm sorry, my name's Jonesy. A shitty beer. <laughs> no, Chris it's Hansen not. With Dateline NBC. It's a really, really shitty beer. It's and a delicious beer. In, <clears throat> on Skype, we have who? Pat. Patrick. I'm, I'm popping open my bottle of scotch. You just can't hear it. <laughs> the 22-year-old virgin is in the house. <laughs> so, yes, we've got quite the... I think this is... Is this the biggest crew we've ever had in one go-around? Uh, well, well, I guess no, because mm, technically the last time they were here, Dustin yeah, was, yeah, yeah. was here. It's yeah. definitely the multi... The guests in studio and guests had. Yeah. on the air on... Uh, Skype at the same time is kind of crazy. Yeah, for those of you who uh, hate Dustin, which is probably most of you, um, he is. This is a good episode for you. (laughs) He's decided to go make a moonshine run in Alabama with his his pappy, as he calls him. Um, Never heard him. Where's the Where's the banjo drop? I don't have a banjo drop. What? We're not in Alabama. (sighs) Okay. But uh, yeah, he'll probably be showing up on America's Most Wanted or Cops pretty soon. Or on Chris Hansen show. Probably. Probably so, yes. Chris Hansen running down moonshiners now? Is that what he does? <laughs> yeah. I just hope this isn't all too good to be true. He, he. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, look for Dustin on the next episode of Cops. In his overalls and missing teeth. So. And with right. a straw hat. So uh, what do we have in store today, Mark? Nothing. Awesome. We're done. Cool. Okay. Good job, guys. All right. 
Good show, good show. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, so let's get to uh, the housekeeping issues. We have a voicemail from someone. Issues. Issues. We have a voicemail from someone we weren't expecting. Hey, break room. This is the ghost of Chopper Dave. Wanted to call and let you know I still love you and I love the show. Just sitting here, taking a deuce, drinking some wine. The usual stuff you do up in heaven. Have to make this quick. Not really supposed to make phone calls. Minutes are a bitch up here. Wanted to let you know you should all go help support Traveling Bear make his puppet movie. God loves puppet movies. And we should all support puppets. They're, they're like the midgets of the modern world. They get no respect. That's it. Love you. Out. Go out. Gasoline. Wow. Death five. <laughs> Thank you, Chopper Dave. The so ghost great. of Chopper Dave. I hope we hear more from him. Yeah, that was wow. pretty awesome. Although I wasn't expecting him from heaven. That was a great reappearance, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's a Is ghost. he okay? I mean, I was expecting him from hell, okay. but yeah. pretty sure he's still alive. That's kind of weird, but whatever. I don't. Are you sure? He just, he just it called didn't in from sound heaven. like a live person to me. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like someone from heaven. That's pretty yeah. awesome. You didn't do anything to that, right? No, okay. no, he called from heaven. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> heaven is just one giant acid trip. Interesting to learn. That's what I've heard. Exactly. That's, that's a great tag. <laughs> Not unlike this show. Okay, here's our next voicemail. If it will ever play. I hope it's Damon. Play. Would you like to play the voicemail? Super struggling. Good times. Well, I'm glad you do our voicemail through this crappy free service. Well, Mark, you know, sing, just sing to it more. Just fan for a second. What do you guys do? What do you your guys mom? Use? Whoa, jeez. <laughs> you want to have guests comment? back at some point? Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. Good job. Well, how about just read it to us? Give us the text version. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> a great many. I'm here with her. You with the markets about to eat in thirty thirty destiny. What? <laughs> I, about the time we're talking about, wonderful to have a three-way. <laughs> Maybe it is safety as part of it. I think that, hello, we are at, and if you can, my happened in market not. And that, the last thing about that, bye-bye. The text is, the text never comes out right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just won't play? No, it's like, uh... It sucks. Yeah, we may have to come back to this. Once. Or not. Or next week. Or maybe next week. Or never. <laughs> or maybe never, ever. <laughs> this is really, really upsetting. So... Oh, well. You're is it just that, that one, keyboard. or... Oh, we had four of them. Oh, geez. So, Pat, did you call in? Uh, yeah, the other three are just me calling you all assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exciting. Don't worry about it. I do it once in a Darth Vader voice. That's I just ruined all the excitement. Now, do you use one of those little helmets that is a target, or do you do your, like, your own no, special he, effects breeding? He just stuff. cuts his own vocal cords. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Attaches a respirator. And then perform surgery on himself to get it back in shape. Is it fixed now? All right. Yeah, I went through Chrome, and it's actually working. Fuck you, Internet Explorer. What's up, cunt muffins? This is Damon. I'm here with two of you, with Marcus of the Hudson and uh, Dirty Dirty Dustin. He's got his penis out for a good time. We're talking about warming up lube and having a three-way. 
it is tasty, as Marcus of the Hudson said. We're bowling. Justin is kicking our asses. <laughs> and Judy kicked my ass on the team next to me. And Marcus sucks. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Bye. Do we want to set amazing. up? We don't. Do we want to set up where, uh, where no. this was from? Of course right. not. Okay. Come in my finger. Whatever. Up. That was totally my birthday party. Yeah, it was uh, Angela's birthday party last week uh, at the Bowl and Barrel, which is a new swanky uh, bowling place. I know. That hipster-esque. Has hipster-esque. Bowling. They uh, serve fancy beers. They even serve shit beers, I think, like PBR. And, uh, PBR. You mean, uh, it was what? Break room sponsor PBR? <laughs> <laughs> it was what? $50 per hour per person for the lane? Uh, no, not and per person. And one little toe. It was pretty expensive it seems for bowling. Kinda yeah, high. it's like I think it's like twenty five dollars per half hour per lane. Yeah, Builded it's expensive cunt. bowling. Yeah, hmm. exactly. <laughs> a tofu, a turf, a tofu, tofuki, tofurki, <laughs> tofurki. That's it. Food, tofurki. God. Okay. Here's another wow. voicemail. Hey, break room. It's F13. Uh, I wouldn't say significant other or partner or SO. I just say sig other. And it's super hip and super hipster, so that when people invariably don't know what I'm talking about, they go, what, what was that? Say so, other. Significant other, and then act like, how could you be any more out of it and still breathing? <laughs> I don't have any friends. I still contend SO is better than Sig Other. And still better than I think all of them are stupid. Why do you think everything is stupid? SO? This is my I'm inclined SO. to agree with the guy who ended the argument with I don't have any friends. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Pat, what do you call your significant other? Sweetie uh, pants? Scoochie uh, bunches? Sugar tits. Oh my god. <laughs> Not that's what you called her mom. Oh my god. Oh, oh, god. Why do you have to hurl the line every time someone else comes what? up to it? He's a button pusher. God. He pushes Me? buttons. Never. She could be in the room at this point in time. By He's the, way, the one that said, called her sugar I tits. I can't, oh, I can't. Sugar tits was not mine. That was, that was something that Mel Gibson said in his drunken arrest, oh, which always bad. cracked me up because he said some awful shit, and that one flew way under the radar. Like, nobody. <laughs> Are you it going was to totally p- fine that he called the female cop sugar tits. It wasn't a big deal. But you're planning to play him in his biopic. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm studying so for that role. You're just right rehearsing. Now, so. You're getting into character. You're <laughs> amazing. Just a method actor. Horribly, you know, insensitive to, to everyone around me. It's really good. Amazing. All right, here's another one. <clears throat> Get a break room. This is Professor Germanium. I'm calling this week not out of joy and enjoyment, but out of anger. Anger directed at the weak, pathetic character of Purvis. Sir, I hope that you get raped by an eight-dicked walrus. Oh my god. So, the rarely seen eight-dicked walrus. <laughs> I forgot about Purvis. It's only been yeah. one week, too. Was it a character? I don't know. I'm going to say he's a real person. Okay. Traveling... Fine. From North Richland Hills to Dallas in his RV every week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Amazing. And finally, one more voicemail. Hey guys, this is Nate from the Hobo Shack, thehoboshack.com. Uh, I was calling with a question of the nice week plug. for you guys. Um, this is actually kind of a serious one. Uh, I was actually just wondering, what is your all's favorite uh, books? Uh, through all the episodes, you guys have never really mentioned kind of what stuff you read. I know Marcus has said he's read the uh, Game of Thrones book. But I was just thinking about that. Um, so, what, what, what do you? What kind of books do you guys like reading? Or can? Or are you illiterate? So, love you. Yeah. So I I can't read. I only do uh, 
Even though you have books pulled up over here that you obviously you just see audiobooks. No, I'm just staring at the words. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how to put them together. Amazing. Yeah, I only do audiobooks. <laughs> and even then, it's like Goodnight Moon and everybody poops. So, mm. so I've Hobby, heard that audiobook is amazing. I bet Actually, it is. That's gonna be a movie. Is that apparently. a real book? Are you serious? Everybody poops comic? is gonna be a movie. Uh, no, never mind. I was thinking something. That else. would be a weird movie. I really, well, I, really I think it was also <laughs> known as Two Girls One Cup. Mm. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, we can't wah, go one anyway. episode without you bringing up that video. We've we gone many. We, we don't, don't go the spectrum of like adorable <laughs> pop knowledge to just the pits. Of <laughs> yes. So fast. There is no depth to which I will not dive. There is not. <laughs> but thanks okay, for proclaiming it. Now that you brought it up. Yes. How long did you last watching that video? Oh, I watched no. the entire thing. Did you really? Gross. He has no, no problem watching the scourge yeah, that's of humanity. At Krishlo, this is the guy you're marrying. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I didn't enjoy it. You Are know? you sure? I didn't, I didn't ease my pants down and make a puddle. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's just, but it's like that's watching... That's one extreme reaction. <laughs> it's like watching a train wreck. I mean, yeah. couldn't turn away. I gagged, but I, could, I couldn't turn away. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like watching a lemon party or something, you know? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right. So, Javi, what's your favorite book? Jeez. <sighs> favorite book? Oh, favorite book. Uh... I might as well be illiterate. I don't know. I just read Lord of the Rings and shit, and I don't know what. Okay, one of the best one of the best books that I actually I read was uh, uh, was all dealing with uh, the number zero, and its place as a concept in history. Where mm-hmm. it was actually it used mm-hmm. to be actually, if anybody ever talked about the fact that there could be something as symbolic as nothing. Right. would get killed. It was uh, by this... Uh, I don't remember the full name of the book, but it was uh, by this author called Charles Seif. I went through this weird phase where I read shit about, like, chaos theory and, mm-hmm. like, all the scientific stuff, but that's one of my favorite books that I still always reread, so... Cool. Yeah. Angela? Uh, my favorite book is The Giver by Lois Lowry. <laughs> it's a book I... My teacher read to us. No. Hey, guys. <laughs> Didn't she also that write That describes Westerns? her on a first Lois time. Lowry, or am I thinking of somebody else? <laughs> Thank you so much. Because she writes young adult books. Jeez. What? Nothing. You don't want to know. Okay. Uh, my fifth grade teacher read it to us, and it's the one. What the hell are you laughing at? Nothing. What did you say? Out loud. Thank you. I'll just be your secret lover. Anyway, um, it's about a dystopian society where there's no color, and your your job is chosen for you when you're 12, and this kid gets chosen as the giver. And it's a big, you know, like position that nobody's been chosen for for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's really short. It's, it's a young adult book that's, I think, came out when I was fourth grade. But it's been my favorite book since I was about 10 or 11 years old. Real quick, even though it's not her favorite book, can you real quick give people the uh, <clears throat> breakdown of that, uh, the, the Unwind book? Okay, so Unwind is another yeah. young adult book that I wouldn't be surprised be, that would be made into a movie. Eventually, it's by Neil Schusterman, and it's about um, America's had a second civil war, but this time it's over abortion. And after the war, wow. abortions mm-hmm. are and this is this is a kid like a teenage book. <clears throat> abortions are outlawed, but your parents have the choice until you're 18 to quote unwind you, which means that um, they've developed a way that all your body parts can be um, kind of like organ transplants. So everything from your skin to your blood, to your eyes, to your hair. And 
Um, it follows three kids who are all going to be unwound for different reasons. One's like a runaway. One's an orphan that doesn't isn't going to contribute to society, so she's going to be unwound. And one is actually in a religious family where families have ten kids now to unwind one of them as to tithe one of them. Wow, nice. And there's a whole chapter on a um, that's about unwinding, and it's actually quite frightening. But it's it's very interesting. It's if you like kind of dystopian sci-fi books. Thomas? Interesting. Pat? Thomas? Give me a minute. Pat? Uh, I, have la- I, have, I have lame answers to that. I mean, I was going to make j- silly jokes about Playboy. What's the last thing you read? Uh, the last thing I read was called What is the What? Uh, it's a Dave Eggers book. It's a biography of a Sudanese refugee. It's really good. I love Dave Eggers. Uh, a book that I love to recommend to people is The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay uh, by Michael Shaban. It's this really awesome novel about uh, fictional comic book creators, but it's very rooted in like the beginnings of the comic book movement in America. Uh, but it's a really good novel, and it's it, it actually won the, uh, you know, the name is escaping me right now. Blue Bonnet uh, I want to say Nobel Prize, but obviously that's not what it is. What's the highest Pulitzer? like literary Blue Bonnet Award? Pulitzer. Pulitzer. Uh, Blue Bonnet. Shut up. For for fiction, uh, like in you know 2006 <laughs> or whenever it was written, it's really good. Anyway, but the Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay is really really good and definitely one of my favorites. Nice. Uh, for me, lots of different things. Uh, you mentioned Lord of the Rings. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Every Star Wars book. Mm. Yeah, Star Wars books. Another no. like crazy. What? <laughs> Are we? How far along are we talking about in the Star Wars universe? All of it. He like he he loved it. I do. Really? Like it. Yeah. Like even the Yosin Vaughn. Yeah. The, uh, especially. Really? Oh yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I really I want there to be a tangent about how far into the Star Wars universe <laughs> is legitimate for like twenty minutes. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, no, no, you know what? Let's go really book by fun? book. We'll break them down. Okay. Special breakdown. Here. Far enough no, that no, I'm no. irritated I'm that Disney's probably not going to make. J.J. Uh, Abrams append any of the yeah, no. universe that's been created. Well, you know what's really, and I don't know how many people bring this up, but you realize that because of the fact that the expanded universe has been, is basically glorified fanfic at this point, mm. thanks to uh, episode seven, spoiler alert, Boba Fett died like a bitch, and he never came back. Unless they do it in the seventh movie, like that—that that was a whole expanded universe thing where yeah. he he came back out right. of the Starlick pit. So, kind of bones me out a little bit because you know I was one of those guys that for whatever reason he liked both. You don't guys. know that he died for sure, though. You don't know that he died for sure. Do you want me to spoil or something for you? Well, oh really? <laughs> what are you going to spoil? What can't you? Spoil? He's alive. Well, I know Spoiler that he's alive. Oh, okay. I know I that he's really like, I'm just saying, he was like, going in a weirder direction. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm you saying. You want me to spoil something for you? He was <laughs> never Boba Fett to begin with. <laughs> Whoa! And then it's. <sighs> there actually was an impersonator in the expanded universe for a while. There was? There yep. was. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, let's. All right, next hey, time we're breaking you, down all the Star Wars Pat. books, book by book. Hey, hey I'm just oh saying, God. I literally made up something and it actually happened to be true. That's how <laughs> That's kind of genius, actually. Why don't you go write for Lucasfilm or whatever? Yeah. Disney film. Oh, yeah. yeah it's Disney, Disney film, film now. Sorry. Disney Lucas. All right, Mark. Uh, well, as Nate said, Game of Thrones. I really liked the series up until book four, A Feast for Crows. And uh, the book took a sharp dip with Feast for Crows and Dance with Dragons. 
Uh, it started to get really <laughs> boring in that. But the first three are excellent. Um, same thing with Robert Jordan's Eye of the World series. Love the first book. You get to about book five, and you realize there are about 200 characters, and the series is going nowhere. I think they ended up getting to about 15 books. Are you keeping up with that? No. No, I gave up about book oh. seven. I was like, like, fuck this shit. And he died. Yeah, he died. And, and like then, the last couple of books, and I think the last one is yet to come out, or just came out recently I think it just came something? out. Brandon Sanderson has wrote it, or is writing it. Has been writing them. Yeah. I mean, he's a good writer. Uh, it just it, it was too much. It was originally, like Game of Thrones, supposed to be a trilogy, and then it was like, it's going to be five, and then it became seven, and then after it got to seven, I didn't even buy, I bought seven and didn't even crack the cover. So I was, I was done. To be perfectly honest, that's a lot of the reason why, after reading all of the Game of Thrones that are out right yeah. now, that's why I haven't been wanting to get into more sci-fi series or fantasy series, because I'm like, well, are they all, like, if people are saying that this is one of the best, and yeah. yet four and five, book four and five kind of don't go anywhere. Yeah, they're kinda, being kind of dumb. Well, they're yeah. I, it, 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 they're setting they're setting up whatever is going much. to happen in yeah book six or seven, whatever it is it's going to be. But either way, we've had to wait what ten years or so for yeah. between the books. So that, it, that's not fair. At this point, it, yeah. the HBO series is going to outpace the books if he doesn't exactly exactly. Um, I would say recent books I've read that I really enjoyed. Um, Brandon Sanderson, who we just mentioned, the uh, Mistborn series is really good. Uh, Final Empire being the first one, it's very, it's a study of atheism versus religion, but set in an alternate universe, and it's really, Whoa. really well done. Um, and then, uh, the, if you want just simple serial science fiction, because I'm a big sci-fi reader, the Codex Alera by Jim Butcher is really fun. Um, and then the Jim C. Hines, he did uh, the Step Stepsister Scheme and Libriomancer, and then those are really good. And then the uh, Ready Player One, if you haven't read that by yeah, uh, Owen Klein. Owen Klein, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really fun, fast read, and mm-hmm. that will make an excellent movie if it's done right. Here's if it's going to be a tremendous budget, and you're going to have to get rights to a lot of properties. I was going to say that. That's why it maybe can't be made, is because it invokes every major media property from the 80s just about mm-hmm. from he-man to voltron to Ultra, atari games Ultraman, yeah. Ultraman. i mean robotech it's just it would require to I, I would love to see it made i just don't know that it will mm-hmm. one of and, the best books i read recently to jump away from sci-fi is a gone girl that oh I god i i read 10 pages and that was crystal read that as well she said it was one of the worst books she's ever oh, read. oh really i loved it really absolutely i flew through it in a day like Jeez. I just can I couldn't wow. put it down. Is I it loved like 15 it. Fifteen pages? No, no, not pages. Yeah, it's a lot of pages. I don't think finish. I've ever gone through one book in a day before. Well, not like a novel. I just sit down. Like if I can get engrossed in a book, I just sit down and read. Like I think I read the last Harry Potter in nine hours. I got it at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I got it at midnight. And I think I finished it at nine in the morning, and then I didn't know what to do with myself. Exactly. Yeah, I raced through that one too. Yeah, I finished it on the subway, which is a terrible place to finish that. <laughs> but then the problem I had with, especially with Harry Potter and with Gone Girl, is I was the only people, my friends, to read it. So then I didn't have anybody to talk, talk to about, about it. it. And so I just kind of was like looking around, going, "Someone needs to read this book right now, so we can talk and yeah. gripe and yell." And Crystal just couldn't get into hey, it. If it makes you feel any better, I was like seven years late to the party, and nobody gave a shit by that time. Like I finished <laughs> it right before the second, part, like the first part of the last movie came out, or the you know, part, oh wow, part one of seven. Yeah. And I was like, guys, it's so good, and they were like, yeah, shut up, shut up, shut up. No, yeah, we knew this ten years ago. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the the worst book I read recently was the 
Walking Dead book that came out right before the most recent season that was written by Robert Kirkman called The Rise of the Governor and it's supposed to tell the backstory of how the governor came Are to Are we talking about like the TV governor or the comic governor? Well, that's the thing. Is because apparently the book had n- nothing to do with the comics and then once the TV series started, you quickly realized it had nothing to do with the book or the comics. This book is it's it's written written in present tense too, which is really weird mm-hmm. and it's complete shit. I mean, it's everything they've gone through on the TV show, wandering around, drudgery, blah 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 blah. And then it's the the ending is complete crap. I would yeah. that is a one star book. I would I would not recommend that one at all. I don't have time for one star books. Although just real quick before we move on from the segment, yeah, going along the lines of the fact that you know Roger Eber recently passed away. I have been reading a few of his uh, books. Uh, the one that I'm currently in right now, which I'm enjoying, is uh, 27 Movies from the Dark Side, which are basically older uh, noir. Okay. and like reviews and just right. his recommendation he gives a lot of historical background as well uh talking about the characters the actors and um uh and the directors and whatnot so that's a that's a really good one and also one that i just read for fun that i thought was uh kind of interesting was called uh moonwalking with einstein by yeah that's on my list to read joshua Fower. is that yeah. good yeah it's really good yeah. it's uh basically to give a quick synopsis it's about a guy that um goes and starts doing research about these uh, these memory champions or memory athletes. They basically memorize things and then they, uh, you know, like deck cards or locations and things like that, and then they compete for money. Yeah. And so then he goes and says, you know what, I can do it. So then it, it goes from him investigating this world to then him becoming a part of it right cool. now and it's uh it's really cool you get to pick up a lot of neat tricks as to like how to help you memorize your grocery list so that's cool that's kind of neat yeah oh and my favorite book of all time i think is a stranger in a strange land by robert heinlein i just remembered Could i meant to, a couple more i meant to say it earlier <laughs> and i forgot i was i got <laughs> off track but. you meant to list it with the other 15 yeah he asked for what i was reading everybody knows that everybody's interested just in me so mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Oh, well, you stop interrupting Mark from talking yeah, about what I mean, he's reading. It's really exactly hurts me. Amazing. All right. Well, uh, when we come no, back, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the upcoming summer movies, Woo. starting yeah. with tomorrow. You're listening to the break room. Your home for all the nerd rage, pop culture, and illegitimate lists you never knew you couldn't live without. Keep your pants on. And we'll be back for another exciting segment soon. Announcing a fabulous sale on the Commodore Plus 4 personal computer. The first computer with four built-in software packages. The big four every computer owner needs. Built-in graphics and sound commands. 128 colors, 64K memory, 75 commands. Word processing for letters, reports. Create graphics, graphs, charts, full-color designs. Balance checkbooks, business statements, income tax. File management for mailing lists, inventories, recipes. Retailers originally sold the Commodore Plus 4 for 200 $99.95. Now it's yours for only $99.95 complete. We'll include $150 in discount coupons towards special options. Use your credit card and order the incredible Commodore Plus 4, the $99.95 computer package you've been waiting for. Use your credit card for rush delivery by calling 1-800-331-2000 or send check or money order for $99.95 plus $10 shipping and handling to Commodore Plus 4. Box 3500, Department Double J, West Caldwell, New Jersey. The Break Room Biggest Loser Challenge. Here are the results for the end of week seven. 
the standings are pretty damn hell much the same as last week. Mark is still in third place. He lost one damn hell pound for a total loss of 0.65%. The dirtiest of Dustin's shit lost 0.4 pounds for a total ass loss of 0.85%. And the most Thomas of fuck tanks retained the ass lead by losing one pound for a total loss of 2.85%. Good job break room good time guys. Next damn shit stick fuck ass hell ass week we'll see who wins week 7. Fat go fat, gasoline high fat. This week on the Hobo Shack. I'm still waiting for a concentration camp simulator game to come out. But, oh, have you seen the waitress? I need to get a drink. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, who, who's that over there? Oh, Nate, that's uh, that's Mosh Balls and uh, Weiss Brandon. Well, get them over here. All right, all right. Hey, hey, guys. Yeah, get your ass over here. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh, hey, what's up? What's up? You guys want to sit down and have a drink with us here? I don't drink anymore. Oh, that's cool, man. We don't give a shit. How about you, Mosh? What's your drink of choice? I like to pour entire cans of PBR up my butt. Wow. We'll pull up some fucking chairs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drinks are on me. Mosh, here's a PBR. Brandon, here's a nice glass of milk. And here's the talking about weird shit. Cheers. Cheers. That's right, you dumb motherfuckers. This Sunday, April 28th, Mosh Balls and Weiss Brandon come to the Hobo Shack. Don't miss this one. It's going to be fucking epic. So go to thehoboshack.com or popsyndicate.net for more information and subscribe now on iTunes. Oh, go fuck your mom. (laughs) In the midst of the Cybertronian War, special mission teams of Autobots and Decepticons blasted their way to planet Nebulon. There, the powerful Transformers let the intelligent Nebulons become the heads of their robots. Hey, but the Headmasters were still Autobots and Decepticons, and fierce new battles erupted. Follow the adventures of the Headmaster Transformers and the equally incredible Target Master Transformers in Marvel Comics. Cue the drummer get wicked. We are back to the break room, the home of the sexiest DJs. And we're back. Joined by Javi and Angela from WDYMS.com. Hey, how's it going? And they are our resident movie experts. We probably we didn't really talk about okay. that at the beginning. Huh. We have somebody else too. I know. Let me finish. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Wow. But they are they came before and we talked about um what did we talk about last time? No, uh, I knew it was Academy movie. Awards. Oscars, Academy Awards, yeah. that's right. And uh we are also joined by memorable. professional actor <laughs> uh Patrick the Tank. Hey, Thomas, <laughs> Thomas is the brother. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Pat is a graduate of New York University in uh, some sort of acting program. I don't know what exactly. The Tisch School of Arts. 
All right. The Tit School of Arts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he recently uh, went through the whole pilot experience uh, and knows the brutal side of that. Ooh. Did you like that? Did you like the experience overall, Pat? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was great. I mean, you know, I, I played a very small part in a pilot, uh, but, <clears throat> you know, it was fun. And, uh, and uh, you know, it, it definitely is. The brutal experience you're referencing is is the uh, show getting picked up and me not getting picked up with it, which yeah. is just all part of it. Yeah. Uh, but I think the show's getting canceled now, so. Can I ask what the Victory show is? is? Of course. Or can uh, we it's ask called Deception off-air. now. It's, it's on NBC. <laughs> it's what? Deception? It's called Deception It's with uh, Victor Garber, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and Megan, Megan Good. Good. Yeah. Mm. Don't know who that is. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know who Victor Garber is, but I haven't Yeah, but even if it was canceled, it would have been good for you to be on. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Uh, so, yeah. And because of these, of these three people, we're going to be talking about the uh, summer movie season, which actually starts, I guess, technically tomorrow. Um, and we're going to talk about uh, what we're really looking forward to and what uh, we expect to hate. Um, tomorrow <laughs> sees the release of Michael Bay's next uh, masterpiece Transformers <laughs> movie? Woo! No, no, no. Pain and Gain with The Rock and Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> which is Man, um, two so two bodybuilders who um, three is it three bodybuilders? Yeah, because there's okay. the one. I don't know how PC we want to get. I said I don't know how PC we want to get, but it's uh, there's also the third bodybuilder guy who's black slash African American <laughs> that's not advertised at all. Like he's oh, never really? in the really? marketing. Yeah, like. <laughs> If you see the trailers, he's never in it. Huh. Well, no, he's in the trailers, but he's never in any of the posters. It's weird. Yeah. He's never featured. Like they never put his name on it. Well, so, who is it? Like, is he a name to draw? <sighs> it's terrible because I can't remember off the top of my head. So maybe Perfect. that's part of go. the problem. <laughs> Way so, to go! You know, did you say it, Pat? Uh, no, I was just. La- I said oh. perfect because oh. <laughs> his name. I believe his name is Anthony Mackey. Yes, yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, huh. there it is, but. He's cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is less of a star than than Rock the Dwayne. Well, yeah, Johnson. that's got to be. He's not going to draw the people like the that's Rock. It's got to be overall. I mean, Michael Bay. Just, I mean, there's no reason this movie should be good, but I'll totally go watch because really, it, the Rock. You can't the think rock that there's going to be Marky a... Mark are like. <laughs> there's no definitely guys who I'll watch a movie watch like, just because they're in it. I feel that this movie will will be great. Really. Only a great in the Michael Bay sense. So it's like, you, you know, it's on a scale. It's on a scale here. But it's also just think about it. It's bros. It's bikinis. It's fast cars. It's uh, shallow materialism. That's basically the Michael Bay, like, you know. Genre. Yeah, yeah. genre. Exactly. So how can it not be awesome if he's like dealing in what he knows? Part of the reason why probably the Transformers movies weren't so great is because he was like, oh, wait, I'm dealing with like fucking chubby nerds like what is this about i need to hang out with like <laughs> models and like roided out bros drinking red bull and shit you know <laughs> so. yeah angela do you have any you looking forward to it um yeah i actually i enjoy good uh michael bay ridiculous spectacle ridiculousness um i can appreciate because you know what you're getting you're going in for like right. it's not going to be like oh, I'm going to be blown away. This is going to win Oscars. It's not. Right. You know, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be fun and stupid. All right. With a group. What, of friends what about on a you? Night. You didn't say. I, well, I'm. I was leaving to the experts, but I'm looking forward to. It. I mean, I'm not, I don't know that I'm going to like run out and see it in the theater, but it's definitely one I will watch when it hits. Uh, you know, video on demand. 
yeah. something like that. See, I mean, like, I feel like I want to see it as cheesy as it sounds. Like, I, I would yeah. love to see it with a big crowd just because I think that they're going to be the same fucking idiots that, yeah. like, actually, that won't take this movie with any sense of irony. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> you know mind, like, I mean? <laughs> if somebody wanted to go, I wouldn't say no. I'm just not going you to rush go next week? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, let's go. I can't next week, actually. Why but, not? Uh, I can't what remember. What are you doing? I, I'm doing my hair. What? I'm drying my hair. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> You can't like remember high school it's over again. I've got to wash my butt. Oh, my. Well, I, I mean, I could do that for Is that you, the guy excuse? <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. I've got to wash my no. butt. Mm. Thomas, you looking forward to pain again? Yeah, I think I am. I, I, again, I don't know that it's going to be... you got to shotgun some beers in the parking lot beforehand. That's and then a good idea, actually. And eat oh. some red meat. Yeah, exactly. uh, I don't know that it's going to be, unless somebody specifically wants to go i don't know as many things are coming out this summer yeah well they would specifically pick this one but I, i'll watch it for sure the thing i'm going to see next week why i can't is iron man 3 which comes out on yes. friday may 3rd so what we're doing um yeah i'm not gonna be able to see it till sunday but Ooh. i that's one i'm really really looking forward to really yes yes i love iron man mm-hmm. i actually unlike a lot of people i actually thought the second one it wasn't as good as the first one but i actually liked the second one quite no. a bit right I like whatever. I I didn't like the second, but the most recent trailer for the third one got me. I, I was not really that into it. The most recent trailer I thought was actually really good. Yeah, so I'm, I'm in. I'm looking forward to it quite a bit. I mean, Iron Man is like one of my favorite characters of all Absolutely. time. Absolutely. So that probably helps things with me. I love his history. I love all. The only I didn't like about Iron Man two was Scarlett Johansson. So that was the only thing you didn't <laughs> like about Iron Man two. Well, I mean, look, there were other there were stories they switched her. And a Kate story Mara, issues is an understatement. Well, there were there were story issues, a few story issues, but there, they weren't. There was one really. I didn't think they were. I didn't think they were as huge as everybody <laughs> made them out to be. So I was okay with the movie. I liked it. Well, I and you know too. what's funny is that if you really kind of think about the first movie, it's it's still one of the good Phase One movies, but it's um, nothing really happens in it. I mean, it's just getting like, oh hey, I got captured, and I'm gonna make a suit of iron. Yeah, What's the Iron the Man, story? and then that's kind of about it, really. Like, I, I, stuff I, I, blows up. Yeah, a little bit. He I saves guess, people. You know, I completely forgot that Jeff Bridges was the yeah. guy because he looks so crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't but, like that about the first one, but mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. Um, either way, to be perfectly honest, with uh, Iron Man three, I'm I'm not really looking forward to it that much. Yeah, uh, mostly because of the Mandarin. And here's why. Okay. And just because, just, no, because of that stupid tweet that you made, I have to bring what, it up. But what tweet is whenever, that? whenever I was talking about this, where I was just saying that, no, <laughs> in ter- no, 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 hold on. In terms of like movies that are coming out now, I'm kind of yeah. tired of that really super smart villain that's always like three steps ahead of the heroes. Yeah. And he's going to mess them up. He's going to break them down physically, psychologically, financially, whatever you have. And then he's somehow going to learn some big lesson at the end, and then he's going to be able to beat them, like, between the Joker, uh, Silva from Skyfall, like, Mm -hmm. now we've got the John Harrison, Khan, whatever the fuck he is, and Star (laughs) Trek, and then the Mandarin, like, that seems to be the exact same plot all over again. They're Oh, Loki and the Avengers, they're going to get captured, and they all love getting captured, by the way, which I'm sure the Mandarin will love getting captured as well. but that just seems boring to me, you, you yeah. know? It, like, I have no problem with the fact that it's going to be, like, at least by the trailers, it looks like it's going to be a darker, quote, dark and gritty type of adaptation. But yeah. the villain, the villains, for the most part, will make the superhero movies for me, and the Mandarin just doesn't excite me. It really you know? did. He, he's never been my favorite Iron Man villain, mm-hmm. um, because it just, ten rings of powers, it just, I mean... Well, he's not magical in this version. Yeah, he's not even magical in this one, but, in, well, it was... 
I can't, they were given by aliens in the comics, I think. And uh, it, I don't know. It just never played for me very well as a character. So we'll see how it goes with this. Yeah. So. I have no idea what the fuck the Ten Rings are. I'm just saying. He, has, he wears ten rings on his hands, and each one gives him a different power in okay. the comics. It's really that not that fun. important. And, and this one, he's actually more of a terrorist, it appears to be. I, don't, I haven't read like. that much on it, but... Okay. Looks anyways. like he destroys his home, which is really sad. Yeah, that's a nice house. <laughs> um, so on May 10th, uh, we have The Great Gatsby coming out. And Angela seems to be rather excited for this one. I, uh, she's a woman. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Whatever. I'm a woman too, then. <laughs> I'm at, where, where's, the, where's the Z drop? I'm, at, right? <laughs> I'm actually uh, really looking forward to this one as well. I am too, actually. Um, I actually, I, did, I didn't like the book in high school, and I didn't know if it was one <laughs> of those. It. Well, like, you're forced to read it, so you don't like it, because that's what you do. I'll be the best sex you will ever Wrong have. drop. <laughs> okay, what? Wrong drop, sorry. Okay, where's the, anyway. We're the misogynistic part but of the show. <laughs> I We're like to the misogynistic part of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like Boz Lerman a lot, yeah, and I, I think the film looks gorgeous just from the trailers. And I'm interested to see what a drama does in a 3D. And I actually just downloaded the book um, recently to reread it to see if my mature adult mind will appreciate it more. <laughs> yeah. about you know 15 years later or so. Well, I can tell you the Scarlet Letter didn't hold up, so I'm guessing Gatsby won't either. Well, oh, Scarlet Letter. Whatever. Scarlet Letter was horrible <laughs> when I read it in the beginning, and it was horrible when I <laughs> glanced at it later. But like 1984, I didn't like it when I read it at first, oh, but I, love, I liked it when I read it again. I love 84. So, anyways. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Gatsby looks. I don't know. Looks pretty. Um, looks and, pretty. Yeah, and I like everybody in it. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think really DiCaprio recently can do no wrong. So I'm I'm excited for it to see. All right. I am too. I think I think for me the big thing is that Baz Luhrmann does such big departures from the original and reinvents them so much that like any apprehension or fear I would normally have about like what are you going to do with this is almost like blown up. Like I don't care. Like with Romeo and Juliet, he made such a different thing mm-hmm. from the original Romeo and Juliet that I you know and I lo- I like that movie for its its you know it has its stronger you know moments than others, but. Yeah. But that's the thing is like watching the trailer for Gatsby. I'm like, okay, great. This is not, this is such a, you know, uh, bold, I guess, interpretation of the novel. I don't have to worry about you doing the novel, right? Like, I don't really care. I'm just in, you know, interested in what you're going to do. I'm interested for the spectacle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I was going to say, for me, at least, for one, Angela's, uh, I guess, influence, uh, for lack of a better word, has really like rubbed <laughs> off on me because I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, However, I do find it funny that at least if I'm if I'm remembering the book correctly, it was a commentary on American like high class society, the materialism and and whatnot and excess. And yet, this is a drama that's going to be made in 3D. I don't feel like anybody's kind of gone to the irony of that. It's like, amazing. Yeah. So I don't I don't know, but either way, I I do want to see it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so freaking beaten by 3D everything. At yeah. Maybe that's Lerman's plan all along. I'm I'm actually it's like meta. Maybe it's presented in 3D, but there's actually no 3D in the movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> That'd be I awesome. Think, I think he would be great, like using 3D, because um, everything he does is just so colorful and bright. And yeah, every- and the soundtrack I bet will be yeah. dynamite. Oh yeah, Ooh, it's got a lot of Del Rey. So fuck that noise. He's uh oh, it does it really. Um, yeah, it does. He's got uh he's like T Bone Burnett in that he always seems to produce a yeah. really really good soundtrack so yes um the other 3d movie which we'll be seeing the next week is uh on fr- uh, wednesday may 15th is star trek into darkness and unfortunately Ooh. there was only a 3d option on that day and we had so makes me want to shoot myself wait you didn't face. invite us yeah 
I figured you guys would have seen it by then. No. You can still buy tickets. Okay. I thought well, I actually thanks, thought you'd have a press screen. Thanks, screening. Frendo. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I thought you guys would be at a hey, press screen. You know, <laughs> we like spending time with people, too. All right. Well, you, would you guys like to come to yes, yes. I start? appreciate it. It's at the Thank IMAX you. on Web Chapel yeah. in Dallas. Sounds All right. Good. Well, All you're right. invited. Let's Yay. do it. Buy All your right, tickets now. Yeah. So, anyways. Midnight, I'm assuming. No, uh, no so 8 o'clock. Day. Oh, oh shit. Okay. 8 o'clock on a Wednesday. Yeah. Wait. Great time. David's not going to like that. Oh, yeah. It cuts into horror movie night. Oh, well, that's up to you guys. Uh, well, no, you guys make that decision. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, Benedict Cumberbatch. I am there. I, I'm, I don't want to say I'm in love with the new universe, the new alternate universe, but I like it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I love Star Trek all around. I have You're Star Trek bumper getting, sticker. Moving in with it, getting serious. With that's right. <laughs> We're not, I'm not quite monogamous yet, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's You're getting there. You're just talking. It, it's more of my special, my special kind of gal. Which is really shocking gonna, to me. You're going to introduce it to your parents soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's shocking to me. You've never been really into Star Trek, so yeah. Oh yeah, I have. I've watched it since I was a kid. Are you being ki- are being serious oh. right now? Yes. God, I was joking. Oh, okay. Christ. I thought you were being serious. <laughs> You've all been right. like hmm. crazy Star Trek forever. Yeah, so it's I not love shocking Trek. at all that you like. And I, I don't have near the problems with it that our friend Travis has, and he's a big oh, Trekkie oh, too. Yeah. Um, I have a, I had a few first physics one? issues with the first one, like. Getting the ship off the ground, and then I, as a nerd, I'm going back and rewatching all the Star Trek in chronological order. Like, and Star Trek Voyager leaves planets and lands on planets all the time. So, like every other episode, so I'm only, okay with it now. The only thing I have wrong with it, especially if this is Khan, that's what I have wrong with it. Like, there's too many. This it's, is a completely separate alternate universe. They can't all run into each other again like this. It's kind of gotten like that's why I hope he's not Khan. I hope he's well. Okay, but got. then going off of that complaint, then how is it that the whole original crew? No, no, you're right. You, you you're know, right. got. I just got think together. at some point there's but, plenty of story. If we're completely leaving everything behind, let's like make new story. That's but why. that's the thing, though. Yeah, the, let's have you're, totally new characters. Let's call it something else. <laughs> that's, why do we have to that's call? That's not it what Star I'm saying. Well, I'm just saying you can have like, another. Bad how guy. about a big tall guy that growls and is oh really hairy? <laughs> You know, <laughs> so far this is better. A guy who's a space yeah. pirate. Yeah, with right. a space pirate. Somebody mm. uses a sword that's like a laser. Kind of <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Ooh, oh it sounds kind of awesome, actually. Um, <laughs> I actually look at it. Well, you were a big fan of sliders. You were like the number one fan, Thomas. You remember how they had alternate no? universes? Why, everybody. Why are you saying that? I've never even seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I always compare it to sliders, where um, they had alternate universes. And all the same people were still together, and that's based on one of Einstein's theories. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with that part of it too. Yeah. So but, that's but a it, pretty minimal thing. Other than that, I mean, yeah. it still it doesn't. It doesn't change me from being super excited I'm, about the movie. I'm super excited about the movie itself, and if it's con, I'm totally okay with that. And I was going to ask you, so I guess without hearing or listening to any of the internet chatter, because <laughs> I think it's gotten ridiculous around this movie, you as a Star Trek fan, is there anything that you've seen from the marketing, from the trailers, anything that would actually lead you to think that, hey, this is this is actually con? Um, yes, or like only yet yeah, from the fact that he has some sort of enhanced abilities. I'm two. I'm split two ways on this. Okay. So one in the very first episode of the original series, there was a guy named John Harrison who, when they got towards the edge of the galaxy, he some, gained some sort of godlike powers, right? Mm-hmm. And so that would also lead you to believe that he has enhanced abilities there. But then Khan also had enhanced abilities. Mm-hmm. So that it could go either way, right? And John Harrison was the name of the character. He was in the first like episode. altered, right? No, he was was. Call, yeah, he was a uh, uh, genetically genetic. altered. Well, he wasn't altered. He was like bred through eugenics to be a stronger, faster. Now, one of the things that I've seen around before, like I'm not, I'm not the expert here, but I know that Khan, he was played by uh, 
Latino Ricardo, guy, right? Ricardo Montalban. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's supposed Flame to be Cardinal. Indian, right? He's supposed to be uh, like actually Indian. Oh, in the movie? Yeah, like yeah, in the, in think, the actual I think, universe. I think that's right. Yeah. So, Kanunian Singh. So yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I guess. So how like is said, how is he going to be Khan? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Because I I know that you know like I'm I'm not a big Star Trek fan, right. even though I like I'm at, that's actually after I get done with Godzilla, that's actually one yeah. of the things that I'm gonna. Uh, start After you looking finish at 1998's Godzilla, yes, mm, yeah. yeah, the drinking game. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, but uh, you know that's one of the things that I am looking to explore more into is yeah. the Star Trek universe. But I know that one of the big visuals is just the fact the way that he is a darker skinned guy, but he's mm. also just genetically enhanced. Swarthy, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like I said, I mean, I wonder if that is even. Con- I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's you know, Con- like Nunian be- Smith now. Yeah, I mean, I guess like in this continuity, everybody's whitewashed even more. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Well, but no, I, I am looking forward to it only because J.J. Abrams. Uh-huh. Lens, lens flare. flare. <laughs> yeah, lens flares. Uh, you know, I like to wear sunglasses in my theaters without any 3D. <laughs> um, but also, no, I, I, you know what he did really well is the chemistry between the crew. Mm-hmm. I really liked them. Like, I mean, like I said, I'm not a Star Trek guy at all. Uh, I until probably I met you, I found Trekkies really creepy. So <laughs> hey, don't let me stop you from thinking we're creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'll still anyway. creep you out if you want me to. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Uh, but but like I said, I, I was never really into it. So my introduction really to the, that universe was this movie, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I can see why these guys would, would stick around and yeah. be able to work together well. Right. So I, I, I like it, and I, I want to. I definitely do want to see it. So all right, yeah. Um. Did you say anything about it? Oh no! I mean, I'm ex- I'm excited. I I've seen. I think I saw. Oh, there's one I saw a long, long time ago with my uncle and my aunt, who are was huge it the one about the whales? Trekkies. The whales better be whales, Captain. I don't I don't know. It's been a long time ago. So that was the last one I saw, and then Trekkies I, again. Sorry, always kind of scared me. But then when I saw the new Star Trek with you know abram star trek like i loved it more than i thought i was going to and it's been one of those if it's ever on on tv i turn it on and it's a good like it's a good saturday type of movie and so i'm yeah i'm excited about this and i love benedict Cumberbatch. it was pretty amazing i've that's got to be one of the best cold open movies i've ever seen in my life that wasn't it's it's one of the best cold open Mm, like god it was so like even when i watch it now and then the music starts up as they're drifting away yeah yeah. before he was chris hemsworth yeah before before. Before. (laughs) what was really funny is out of that sequence the only chick i knew was uh the mom who Uh was from house and then she's in once upon a time now but she uh, was also on how i met your mother for a little while jennifer not lawrence jennifer something or other yeah that's not jennifer lawrence I know, I know who you're talking about, hey, but yeah, Lawrence. just the... Amazing. But anyway, I didn't, yeah. even, I didn't even realize that existed. Anyway, but yeah, that sequence is so great. Yeah, that's that, yeah. that, that is the, the Trek movie. If nobody's ever seen... Nobody... Whatever. If someone has not ever seen a Star Trek property, that is definitely a movie I would introduce them with. And then say, now that you appreciate this, go back and check out the original series movies. Skip the first movie. Start with The Wrath no, of Khan. No, no, no. You it's kind of like the first movie. No, you can suffer through that one later. <laughs> like I don't know if you remember this, and I, I don't know why this stuck out of my head, but uh, the YouTube, the not YouTube, but uh, the Onion, they made this video that was like this uh, report on like, oh, Star Trek fans bash the new Star Trek movie mm-hmm. for 
you know, for it being fun and adventurous <laughs> and not boring. And then they're like making fun of the fact yeah. that I guess it's all about like interstellar demo- d- democracy, diplomacy or yeah. democracy and things like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought that was funny. So, yeah, no, you're right. It probably would be a great place to introduce people to. It. Yeah, I think so. Um, Pat, okay. did you have anything to add to that Sorry. one? <laughs> uh, no, you guys covered it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, let's exci- move- I can't wait. I'm very excited. I think the trailers are great. Let's move on to a very one more thing. I think uh, Rumpelstiltskin, British guy, is going to be an awesome villain, whether or not. Awesome. Benedict Cumberbatch. I know, I know. I watched He will be everywhere this year. Mm -hmm. That one and also Iron Man, their trailers have gotten, I think, one progressively better, but also it's amazing how much footage they show. We haven't gotten to the best trailer yet. I was about to say, I can't. It keeps making me want to talk about something else. Okay. Which which we will totally get there, I'm sure. Okay. Well, let's move on to. Friday, May 24th, and there's that That's big a weekend, heavy, heavy weekend, um, two movies, one of which I'm really looking forward to, and one which I will probably never, ever watch. Would like to yeah, yeah. shit <laughs> out an airlock somewhere. Mm. Uh, yeah, that movie Space for me trail. would be The Hangover Part 3. Uh. I have no, I didn't see Part 2. I didn't think nope. Part 1 was that great. Um, part really? 2 I had no desire to see since I heard it was a clone, and I really <laughs> have no desire to see Part 3. I, I liked Part 1. Um, and then I saw part two, I think opening weekend with my family. And I mean, there's, there are sequels that are very similar to the first, but I've never seen something that was like a direct clone. And then weekend the biggest, Bernie's too? I've never seen it, <laughs> but then the biggest quote unquote gag that was supposed to be funny. I leaned over to my sister-in-law. I was like, this is the big joke. And I hadn't even seen it. And I was right. Amazing. You know? um, Wait, you talk during movies. Yeah. I what whispered whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Part of me semi-curious for three, but I don't know if I... I don't want to spend money on it, yeah. is the thing. Mm-hmm. If I can go for free, that'd be great, but I don't want to spend money. I never watched the second one either. I came to the first one like six months after, and everyone in the world was saying, funniest movie I've ever seen, and completely hated it. Like Just like, it, maybe had- giggled twice, and it involves that Galifianakis, I think. Mm-hmm. Thomas, could you give us a little giggle, please? <laughs> just so we know what that sounds like. Mark? Won't play. <laughs> it's really okay. more of a full fledged laugh. There we go. Okay, Whoa. we're good. It's gonna yeah. haunt me in my dreams. <laughs> okay, that's not a giggle. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so I have no desire to see it whatsoever. Fair enough. Pat? Yeah. Samesies. I would love to talk about what I think we're all thinking about, though. Uh, I think you might be talking about We Still Fast Secrets. Fast and the Furious s- 6. Oh. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, <laughs> do that. <laughs> I am, I'm really looking forward to Fast and Furious 6. I've decided mm-hmm. that uh, oh my God, I'm going to rewatch so all prior <laughs> Fast yeah. and Furious movies. Even Tokyo You're Drift? Champion, oh, yeah. Especially thing. Tokyo Drift. It takes place in the future, yo. I started... Does it really? I've well, never seen okay, that okay, so it takes place after right. number five. And I guess number yeah, six, possibly. That's really weird. And then yeah, there's also a dude mo- from five shows up, and you're like, oh, I guess that movie hasn't happened yet. I mean, <laughs> Tokyo Drift Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, and then there's another movie that's associated with the franchise from Justin Lin, and I don't know what it's called, but really? one of the characters it's from not one the of Justin Bieber movie, is it? No, no. Okay. Uh, the director, Justin Lin, he put one of his characters from another movie into the Fast and Furious movie he did. So I kind of want to see that one just to see. Which character that is? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I started watching. I watched the first one today. I'm going to watch all the other five between now. I and thought you watched May five 24th. today. 
No, no. I watched the very first one today. Oh. So I want to watch the preview. That's why you probably didn't get my tweet about the sexual tension. Oh, uh, well, that applies to every movie. Mm, every no, you series. gotta see number five and you'll see what I'm oh, talking no, about. Oh, no, I've seen five. I've seen, <laughs> okay, I've seen yeah, five. Yeah. I'm just gonna rewatch all of them yeah, now, yeah, along yeah. with all the Superman movies. God, they're so great. Five, the Fast and Furious. Oh, five was the first awesome. one. The reboot. Yeah. And then five. God, I loved all of that. Which that is still so one good. of the most confusing things in cinema history is to name your first movie The Fast and Furious and then the fourth movie Fast and Fast Furious. Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's of, kind of goofy. Yeah. But whatever. And Fast Five, Fast and I guess. Furious. They Art- make it work. Articles are in the past. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah. Five was so great. Yeah. I'm super excited about this one. And I, I think we were at the Super Bowl. When, isn't that when yeah. the first trailer previewed? Right. And we can't hear jack shit in that room with full of kids and everything. Mm-hmm. And you were on the opposite side of the room, and then they showed the tank in that pra- trailer, and we just both look at each other, and we're just like, that is the baddest ass shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> so great. It is, it is such man man porn. I mean, it's man the franchise it's porn. that loved killing Michelle Rodriguez so much. They <laughs> Brings her back, back to kill Probably to kill her. Again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So great. Well, I mean, doesn't she die in every movie she's in? She, yeah, she pretty much does. Basically does, yeah. But it's, yeah. A, it's a new thing to bring her back. Technically, mm-hmm. no, actually, yeah, technically, the, Machete, she, the she came back at the end of Machete, didn't she? Did. she? Yeah, oh, she yeah. was that's killed true. in that one. That's so. true. Still kind of bummed out that she's a lesbian, because I was like, well, I like that kind of tough Has she confirmed that fact? Yeah, yeah, she has. Really? I'm not surprised either. It's kind of like Queen Latifah, you know, like, all right, yeah, I gotta get it. Or Ellen. I'm always or Ellen. She's Wait, super what? Cute, Ellen? Though. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. I know that Justin Bieber clone. Uh, okay. I hate to be a typical woman, but yeah. I've seen none of the Fast and Furious, nor Come do on. I care to. Really? What? I, Wait, I thought you, you saw five. Nope, I didn't see five. Oh, yeah, that's right. I saw Those movies are completely written for dudes. Though, I, so well, that's not so and shocking. I can enjoy a good, like, I mean, I want to see Pain and Gain, so I can By enjoy the way, a good. Thomas, I love that you called it dude porn. As the... <laughs> I don't call it that. It is totally Marcus dude call porn. it that. I don't understand what. <laughs> How is porn not dude porn? <laughs> <You're a> true. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> it's always it's more targeted s- to them. More socially <laughs> acceptable dude that's porn. It's kind of like saying porn. porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's car porn. Amazing. Like I can enjoy good action Not movies. I just I don't know what it is about that series. I just I don't care at all. You know, I heard five was great, and then the little like scene afterwards, everyone was like, "Oh my god, setting up for six is so cool!" But I just yeah, I'm like, eh, it's, it's okay, so, whatever. And it's so like you made the comment about the I forget the name of it now. The new movie with the Rock and uh, Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. Yes. Yeah. It's so check your mind at the door. Yeah. This isn't this isn't you know, re- like amazing movie stuff. It's but just, then again, number five was though. I thought that's that, true. Was, that it was it amazing. Had a little bit in it, but I mean, just yeah, if you, you're right, if you can it did. if you can appreciate the effort that goes behind putting up like great stunts. Yes, that movie was full of great you're right, stunts you're right, and right. great action scenes and choreography. So there were. There, there, there's some skill to it's that. It's more than just cars and blowing up. Yeah, exactly. Because if you think about it, there's not that many cars. Sorry, sorry, Tank. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. I'm sorry. No, I know. I, I wanted to hear where you were going with it. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, I mean, that, that that's what I was saying. Is that you know, I, yeah, the Fast and the Furious movies might have might have started as basically like car porn or dude porn, whatever you. Car you want to call it porn, porn. Blood porn. At least with dude the fifth porn is one, maybe just porn. Yeah, dude porn is cool. Anyway, um, but I think that they evolved into at the very least having really interesting act, you know, action set pieces and and stunts, and I just think they look great. Like I, I remember, what was it that the first scene whenever they're stealing from the from the train and. 
then everybody in the theater was gasping at the same time whenever like that that whole scene was complete because it was just uh, it was just so amazing so i don't know like i said i I think they're a little bit better than what we're giving them credit to. Right. I would say I would say they're like and hang with me here. They're like step up to the streets. <gasps> Do you like step, step up? up? Cool it, cool it. And I love that movie. Um, in that, that is like a ninety-minute movie, like seventy-three minutes of which is dance sequence. Like yeah. there's so little okay. shit given. Toward like the story's like fine, yeah, 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 but we're gonna do awesome, impressive. Except in Fast Five, it's like ni- you know ninety minutes or whatever it is, a hundred minutes, and like seventy five minutes of it is just awesome, just yeah. like pure awesome mm-hmm. stuff flying at other stuff at high speeds. <laughs> we yeah. love Step Up. Now, if they could only mix Step Up with That's the Fast and, and Furious oh movies. My oh my god, Fast and Furious <laughs> Step Up. Okay, I would go see that movie. It's that cars dancing. That's what Fast and Furious. No, no, it's cars that are also Transformers that dance with the humans. Shut no, no, no. So Michael I would not Bay want to does see. this movie? Yeah. No, no, no. Let's Transformers Nobody five. wants to see that. Step up, <laughs> step up more furious. Oh, my God. Good God. Furious. Okay, so let's move on to um, May 31st. This is uh, Shyamalan's next stupid movie. Fuck him. After Earth, starring Will Smith that's and Shyamalan. Or, yeah, Shyamalan Ding Dong. I had no idea. Yeah, they're smart and they're not putting him in any of the advertising. Yeah, yeah. I had absolutely no idea. That's crazy. Or as Damon likes to call it, After Earth. He's going to make a show Earth. of that. After, Earth. Oh, After Earth. After Earth. <laughs> I can't believe Will Smith was willing to do a Shyamalan no, movie. That's you know crazy. what it was? No, it's, he didn't write it. Is the big thing. Will, apparently, oh. Will Smith was trying to make this basically... You know how he likes to buy his kids movies? Like, literally, he likes <laughs> yes. to buy his kids like movies? Like Kid? I mm-hmm. do. Annie. <clears throat> yeah, Annie. Um, he saw this as like kind of like a multi-platform project, like TV, books, whatever. So he started with the idea and then approached Shyamalan with it. And he was like, all right, you should direct it or get somebody else to write it. I've heard it's really stupid. Really? Yeah. That's the early it's word. It's super It's really, really dumb. Like Shyamalan doesn't seem to understand evolution and how that works, and you mean because well, after pretty, a thousand pretty years, hard to not understand yeah. that. Yeah, no, yeah. that's really weird. I, I can't say I'm really looking forward no. to it. After it especially, sucks. especially after Oblivion just came out, and then we have Oblivion, and then really what's the Twilight that. chicks movie? The host, the host. Did that already come out? That's yeah, awesome. that already came out and flopped. Okay, that's already posted. Apocalyptic Earth. Then we had Oblivion, and now we've got this, and then kind of Elysium, which will be. Yeah, later in the summer. I am super excited about that yes. one. Yeah. But, um, anyways, After Earth. It's it, been crazy well, way, way too long since Matt Damon's done like an action movie like <laughs> yeah. that, so that's awesome. Anyways. The first trailer for After Earth I actually liked. Earth. 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 I actually liked, and I was like, oh, what is this? And then I think when I looked it up, I was like, whoa, this is M. Night Shyamalan? What the hell? But so um, crazy. It's pretty. Yeah, it looks no, really yeah. pretty. Yeah, it looks really pretty, but... I wonder, but then you, my mind starts going, and I think Javi pointed this out. Like, is there going to be a twist, and is it just going to be a bunch of wandering around, like Castaway, but it's going to be, you know, just That's, on a planet? And, kind of looks or like did they might. travel back in time, and yeah. it's not really the future Earth, but prehistoric yeah. Earth, or yeah. some shit like that? I bet there is going to be. <laughs> I, now that it's <laughs> it's land of the lost. I mean, I guess it doesn't. Uh, since he didn't write it, you know, I'm not. Maybe you're not looking for a twist as much, but. I don't know. It's you know what would be meh. super amazing is I think it's going to flop. They combine majorly. the village and then oh god, he, he gets okay. outside and it's like a normal okay. road there. Like, <laughs> we just kept, they're we just, just stuck at this closed community. I, they're stuck at the most door. epic park ever. <laughs> it's across the street. I so liked awesome. the village. Oh god, that was a horrible. No, movie. it's that was not. awful. No, oh I god, liked it. it. Was bad. No, no, my girlfriend dumped me after I took her to see that movie. <laughs> wow, it's that bad. 
Either that or I have bad choice in women. That's I don't know. The first movie that I saw of his, I was like, okay, this guy lost it. Somewhere. And you know what's funny? I is liked that Signs. Okay, I want to see Signs Unbreakable. Is good except the Unbreakable. Away. So, say that again. Well, not only that, I want to see Unbreakable. But the, the, his first one. The fact that oh, you aliens, haven't seen it. Mm-mm. Oh, oh, Unbreakable's great. Man, um, the fact that Signs they come to a planet that is eighty percent water and they're allergic. They can they can craft a spaceship to travel the stars, but they can't detect water, which they're allergic to, and they can't turn doorknobs. Okay, we're. We're so, getting off on an old movie's yeah, tangent anyways, at this mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. Um, the so, next... Fuck Earth. Pat, did you have Earth. Sorry, any, yes. any thoughts inside to After Earth? After Earth. Uh, no, I've... Yeah. I, uh, I, <laughs> More like After Birth, am I right? <laughs> God. Placenta. <laughs> I, I, I just am not that excited about... I, Will Smith made seven pounds, so I don't trust him anymore. <laughs> awesome. Also, like That's I said, I, I think that... <laughs> Will Smith is burning up any goodwill that he had in like the collective consciousness by basically, like I said, buying his kids' movies. It's like well, I know and, that and they're not great actors. No, he burned up his goodwill when he stopped making a theme song for every movie. If he would make an After Earth the song, <laughs> I wanted to. I would definitely buy that record. <laughs> he was exactly. never seen a happiness. That, that was the best thing about Wild Wild West was the song. Oh yeah, but, but that was like a movie. Man in Black was a great song. Yeah, he needs man. to make. Look, he needs to keep up with the music career for every movie he does. I don't care how how dramatic it is. Make a song for it. So if you made a song for After Earth, you would appreciate it and like it better? I would appreciate the song, at least. I'd buy the song. <laughs> Write yeah. in, like, specific lines from the TV. Yeah. Like, there is no, there's no such thing as fear. Fear is real. But being <laughs> yeah. scared is, like, writing all those crazy lines. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, moving on to June 7th. Uh, this one I hadn't even heard of until yesterday, until I was looking at this list. It uh, stars Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. It's the internship. It's about two dunces who end up interning at Google. Is it the Lame. Wedding what? Crashers 2? It's them trying to. It looks terrible. It's basically a giant advertisement for Google. Well, yeah. just, How cool they are. And they just want to, you know, recreate their Wedding Crashers. Success. Whatever, yeah. yeah. It looks horrible. Yeah, no, I, I'm not looking forward to it. However, the one thing that I am looking forward to, and I this was a movie that I, Angela and I watched at Diff, and it's uh, actually called uh, The Kings of Summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was our, uh, I don't want to speak for Angela, but that was my favorite movie of the festival. Oh, and yeah. it's basically about three kids. They kind of hate their parents. Uh, one of them has overbearing parents played, uh, one of th- the mom is played by Megan Mullally. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was- uh, Nick Offerman's. Uh, yeah, Nick Offerman's. And, the, uh, and then the other kid- uh, the other one, uh, his dad is played by Nick Offerman. So then they go out in the middle of the forest, they build their own house, and they run away for the summer. Okay. And it's, I guess, I don't know, Damon and Angela have mentioned the Sandlot along with it. I don't know. I've never seen the Sandlot. It's Sand by Me. It's very... St- okay. Yeah. I've never seen the Sandlot? Coming of age. He doesn't like sports ball. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I, yeah. I, I, what's sports it, ball, really? But either way, mean. no, it's, it's really funny. Like, I, I don't think I've laughed nearly as hard as I have. With any other movie, like in the last year or so, than mm-hmm. than this movie, it's uh, cool. I had to I actually had to watch it twice at the festival, even though I never do that because of the fact that I missed out on so many of the jokes because we're laughing so yeah. hard. So that's coming out. That's actually coming out here in Dallas, June seventh as well. And okay. it's, uh like I said, it's uh, you can check out our review in uh, wdyms.com. So. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and what have you seen Offerman's movie he just put up on demand? Some uh, somebody up there likes me. Yeah, I do have it rented on iTunes, but I haven't gotten around to watching. Okay. it. I've been too busy with. I was Godzilla. interested in that. 
Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, the other movie that's coming out the week of June 7th that I'm really looking forward to, because it's from Joss Whedon. Much, <gasps> much Ado. Much Ado About Nothing. The um, stars many of his yes. uh, favorite cast members, like Amy Acker, Nathan Fillion, Alexis Denisoff, uh, Sean Marr, and Fran, Fran Can- Kranz, who was also in Cabin in the Woods. Also Agent Coulson. Oh, is Colson in it too? Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, 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 yeah He's Leonardo, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'll, I'll watch. I mean, there's no secret. I have a giant crush on <laughs> Joss Whedon, so I'll watch anything he throws out there. Mm-hmm. Have you seen um, Branagh's version of Much Ado? I never did yeah. see that. Oh, no. it's it's fabulous. Like, it's it's a lot more. It's not as, like, concept as Whedon's is, where it's mm. more modern. And Branagh's is more... Um, Straightforward? Yeah, kind of. I like Brando's a lot, but Keanu Reeves is in it. Yeah, he's, he's the worst part. But, yeah, but Michael Keaton makes up for for almost yeah, everything. Yeah, his Dogberry is amazing. Yeah, and that's Keanu who Reeves. Nathan Fillion is, right? He, isn't he Dogberry? Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know that I'll ever recover from the line, better a canker in a hedge than a rose in his graces. <laughs> I was just like, oh, Jesus. God. This but is why you're the actor. It takes like 25 minutes of Denzel Washington screen time to sort of wash over that. Yeah. By the way, that's an excellent Keanu impression, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, it, Been Brannos, that? Brannos has uh, Kate Beckinsale in one of her first rows. She plays Hero, mm. which is the main like ingenue. Yeah, no, I'm stoked about this much ado with Josh. Well, then they, they made it in like a week or something, right? They did. Hey, name drop. I have a couple of friends in that movie. Whoa. Pow. Pow, pow. Who's your, who are your friends in the movie? Uh, Nick Coacher, Brian McElhaney, buddies of mine. They, uh, They're not going to be at the top. Uh, <laughs> they have very small parts. No. They play the Watchmen. What's up? Okay. Marcus is looking at like, oh, the, looking un, at the castles. Un, un, at, like the top yeah. cast list. Like, they actually not did a cool right thing. If you're really geeking out about the movie one day, you should check out. They... They actually got a big bus, and they called it Bus to Do About Nothing. Shut up. And they yeah, took I heard it about from that. L.A. to the premiere at South by Southwest, Joss. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I did hear about Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So if you check it out, the my guys and a lot of the younger cast members that are some of the smaller parts of the movie did this with Joss Whedon. And there are all these cool, like, Vine videos. It's pretty funny. It's very cool. Joss, tell, tell about how Joss got into them. Uh, they're well, <laughs> slips uh, it in, <laughs> and they—if you check them out—they're called Brightanic. They're an internet sketch duo that has sort of, you know, made a name for themselves doing really funny crap. Uh, they've done a couple videos that are about like movie making that really got sort of popular in, I guess, circles of people that you know, what you know, what they say like Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. So I guess the same goes for internet sketches. So they made a couple of funny, really sketches, uh, uh, you know, Hollywood-ish sketches. And and Joss Whedon is one of the people who liked it, liked them. So he actually did a sketch with them. If you check their website, he's in one of their sketches playing a bird. It's really (laughs) weird, but it's really funny. It's called Bright Tannic. Uh, Brightanic. Yeah. Brightanic. Brightanic. Yeah, like like uh, their name is an awful name, but really great comedy. It's their <laughs> names with T A N in the middle. So his name right. is Brian. One one is named Brian, and the other's name is with a Y or an I. I. So it's B R I T A N I C K. All right, fair enough. No idea. No idea with the name. Can't help you out. But they're really funny guys. All right. Well, coming up on uh, June twelfth is uh, this is the end with Seth Rogen, Craig Robinson, Jay Baruchel, Jonah Hill, Danny McBride, and uh, I think that's it. About uh, they play themselves essentially getting trapped in apocalyptic Los Angeles mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what they're going to do as the world falls apart. Fuck it, I want to see it. I do. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's going to be a like ninety-minute college humor sketch that could have been four minutes long on YouTube and just as funny. 
I don't know. Like when it's when you play yourselves and it's just a bunch of, like a bunch of your friends mm-hmm. in a movie, it can get kind of. But bad. what's funny is that they half of them, at least from the trailer, they all look like they die. Like at the very beginning, <laughs> like amazing. Like I, I mean, if you haven't seen the trailer, go Google it. But um, like Michael Sarah gets impaled by like a big old, I don't know, spear or mm. whatever, like a steel beam or whatever. But no, I, the only reason I'm looking forward to it is just because I can always appreciate good chemistry between lead characters, yeah. and all these people have been friends and they've known each other for a long time. So, yeah, you know what? It might be a little bit like, oh, Craig Robinson is playing himself and, you know, James Franco is playing himself, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it's, I think a lot of what you're going to get is going to be a lot of great chemistry. I hope so. You know? Now, one of the funny things, and mind you, I read this uh, from Entertainment Weekly, is that apparently this version of James Franco has a creepy obsession with Seth Rogen. <laughs> like, where do he has, like, paintings of all the projects that <laughs> they've done together. Wow. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. So I think, like, little little weird touches like that will we'll make it interesting, so. Like, uh, if you look at the cast in here, it's insane. Yeah. The amount of people. It's every Apatow, Apatow person. Yeah, right? and then plus some. Like, yeah. Emma Watson's in it. And, uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. But, eh. Anybody else know. looking forward to it or hating it? I don't have. I mean, I'll see it, but I'm not yeah. rushing out to see not it. Not one way or the other about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, into it. I like I like everything that crew produces, although less enthusiastically of late. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just said of late because I don't know why. Because we were talking about <laughs> much ado about nothing. Mm-hmm. I think the date it's coming out is kind of strange. Because, on a Wednesday. Well, not only on a Wednesday, but two days before before Superman. What yeah, we'll get to Man next. of Steel. What? But, it's like but, it's, but on the seventh, like even the week before, there's other than like much ado in the internship. They could have gone up against the internship. Yeah, and smashed. been fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, it is a weird, weird day to place it. I mean, especially when you're going to come up against Man of Steel on Friday. Oh my god! And get smashed. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm so excited for that one. Sorry. I am really, <laughs> I am really excited. And this is, I have several movie projects going on. My other than my Fast and Furious project. One of them is to watch all 17 Superman movies before wow. this comes out. There's not that many, is there? Yeah, but, but starting with the the serials from the 40s and the 50s, oh, okay. which well. are one movie, are put out as considered one movie. So I'm going to watch those up through, plus the live action, plus the animated movies. Oh, okay. So, plus the teenage show. Plus Returns. Plus, plus Lois and Clark. Clark. Plus Superboy. <laughs> mm. I'm going to watch all that. And Returns. Smallville. Yes. Smallville. A lot of Dean Cain, dude. Really. <laughs> Supergirl. One can't get, yeah, I'll watch Supergirl too. One can't get enough of Dean Cain. I I can test that statement fully, <laughs> hmm. but I'm really looking. I really the first trailer that came out, I was really nonplussed. I was like, I was what too. are they doing? I was like, with why this? are they on the scene of most dangerous catch or whatever the, yeah. hell the name of that thing is? It's so <laughs> weird. No, I thought, why is Terrence Malick directing <laughs> uh, you know, superhero movies now? But yes, the first preview was terrible. No, I like. I would say I loved. I loved it. Oh really? Because well, it, at all. I'm not a Superman fan at all. And when they said not they're going to redo Superman, I was like, whatever. This is so lame. Redo Superman three or four years yeah. after they redid but it the, again already. The first trailer made me excited, even though Russell Crowe's in the movie because mm. I don't like him at all. <laughs> I hear but he has a great number. Though. Shut up. But and then this this new one that came out. <laughs> If he sings in the movie, it's going to suck. If he sings, I am walking out of this film. I'm not even kidding. But this, the newest trailer, like that three minute one, it was is fucking amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah, it was and fantastic. I am, I am so excited. This is jumped to like one of my top 
The second movies. one was crazy. Yeah. The second one, when they start at the very beginning with the gladiator music, I was like, oh, fuck, what's about <laughs> to happen? Because that gladiator music just makes, I know you hate Russell Crowe, but yes. the soundtrack to Gladiator is one of my favorite epic soundtracks. I could go on for a long time about Gladiator, but I'm not. Oh. But not the not the soundtrack. You throw that the movie. crazy epic soundtrack on anything, and it sounds good. But I mean, that second trailer was great, and the third one's even more insane. Mm-hmm. So super excited about and that. And Michael one. Shannon. Yeah. He's oh my god. Which have you seen him? Saw uh, it. Yeah. The yeah. Sorority yes. sister or yes. Sister letter. Yeah. He's such a creepy guy, but uh, he's, he's perfect. For, he's perfect for Zod. Good bad guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, bad. And guy. he's got a movie coming up that I heard about today where he plays like Mud? the number one assassin in the world. Oh. Um, called the Iceman. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, a that's true be good. story. Yeah, it's a true story. Also, yeah, hmm. he's he's a great actor. He's, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, I think that's my most look. F- besides Fast Six, that's the one I'm most looking forward to. I think this summer. No, really? I can't Over wait. Star no. Trek. Really excited. And oh, and Star Trek. Yes. Believe. Really? No. Um, no, I'm definitely looking forward to Star Trek the most. Then Superman, then Fast Six. I think. Superman? Here, Superman. Here's what I think. Like it's Jewish. For me, I've always, uh, in terms of comics, I've always been more of a DC guy than a me than too. a Marvel guy. And within the Marvel thing, I've always been more of a Batman guy than a Superman guy. Me too. So, going along those lines, I just think that Superman as a character, he needs more of a reinventing than than Batman ever did because if you yeah. think about it in terms of history and uh, his place in culture he was very much of like the you know the 19 what is it 30s 40s like the good old boy sort of thing and like that's not where we are right now anymore in terms of where our mentality is we don't mm-hmm. have like that sort of you know all powerful you know symbol for the truth just well, supposed to be American a symbol way. in the comics God, more I may I may actually defend Zack Snyder um I I <laughs> no, don't no. know I think there's something about that third trailer that make the the whole debate on uh they'll kill him no they'll think he's a god or how or whatever there's something about framing superman as as in a somewhat you know realistic universe but as impossible as as an alien that's greater than everything else, yeah. And, and then like sort of interrupting that with Zod, maybe I don't know. I'm interested in that. I, the the fact that he is he was almost like the uh, a, if you think about it as like his inception, it was like the mm-hmm. idea of Superman was the achievable, great, squeaky clean, perfect white person mm-hmm. to love. Like you know, what I mean? white like people, this, you know, strong jawed. <laughs> perfect dark-haired guy mm-hmm. um and now I, I i don't know i'm interested in him being this literally embracing this otherness of him actually being an alien yeah exactly <laughs> being, no no and, know, like and, just over adapted to live here mm-hmm. and that's kind of where long-winded i was trying to get to that point as well like no I, I agree it's just i just think that superman as a whole i mean he's kind of a boring character and i think more than batman and more than any other superhero i always welcome any other adaptations for him just because he he is a symbol symbol can can take a lot of different meanings and if superman is a symbol like, he definitely needs to be something else especially just to be relevant because there's a reason why like i mean if you look at the brian singer movie it wasn't that terrible until you realize that kumar beat the shit out of superman at the very end <laughs> yeah. you know but i mean it wasn't that bad but i think it was just one of those things where we as culture, you know, like just the overall general cultural landscape just wasn't ready for a Superman movie. 
And I think now we are, and for a different version of it. So that's why I don't mind things like apparently, like you know, Pa Kent was saying, "Oh yeah, you know, you should have let those boys die in the in the bus." Like Mm -hmm. I don't mind that. It's like, you know what? We live in a different world where, hey, you know what? If somebody says something and it spreads, you know, like in the internet or something like that, that could get you into a lot of trouble. You know, so I, I'm very hopeful for this movie. I'm very cautious, but I really do want it to do well. I want it to be good, and I, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I want it to be good it. more than anything else. Mm-hmm. The last one was so, and I remember liking it right off the bat, and then the more I watched it, just being so disappointed. And I also liked that guy as Superman too, mm-hmm. which really Brandon sucks. Ross. Yeah, because I think he just looked the part really, really well, mm-hmm. and it really sucks. I don't think what's his name, Henry Cahill, Cavill. 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 He doesn't he looks look like good. I, disagree. I mean, he doesn't I, look bad. I think he looks. I think he looks great. I think he's perfect, actually. Yeah. I he looks like he an looks angry version of it for yeah. that version as than Brandon Routh, Ruth, or whatever. I think he looked the part better. I don't know, but I, I think like that's it. the aesthetic with could be Henry could Cavill be. that they're going for. They're trying to do you know the whole since the you know Batman and revamp you know revamping going mm-hmm. back to the roots and it's more real yes. and, and you know Nolan's kind the of producer cool. and I, like I think his brother not... wrote it or help, helped yes, write Nolan, it. Yes, yeah. Nolan is, and that's the thing I was going to say too is that Pat's afraid of giving Zack Snyder any credit. You have the perfect scenario where anything that's bad with the movie you can blame on Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's and anything that's awesome. good with yeah. the movie you can blame on the executive producer. So on John- then Jonathan then again, right? David Goyer is part of this whole team and he's yes. he's, he's up and down. down. Yeah, he's very up and down. More down. Oh you but I agree. You best if there's anything wrong, I mean Snyder will be done. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what I think. Well, that's where everybody's being very careful and cautious. If, is like, well, what if it's too Snydery? Yeah, yeah but you know, up? if the movie they already announced today that if the movie succeeds, he will be at the mm-hmm. helm for Justice League. Really? That, that, that worries really? me. Yeah. That worries me a lot. Wow, no pressure. If the movie is good, it doesn't worry me if they get Christopher but Nolan to executive succeed, produce though. Justice League. Oh, of course, it's going to succeed. Like, is it that it's good or that it's going to succeed? Because Superman, well, I, I bet, will be one of the biggest movies of the summer if it meets expectations. I guess. Uh, financially. Yeah, because, I mean, a movie can succeed. That doesn't mean it's good. That hasn't been reviewed yet, right? No, no, no. It hasn't. No. No. I'm really anxious to hear what the thoughts are on it. I would figure the next few couple weeks would be when the early ones start coming out. All right, well, let's move on to uh, June 21st, uh, Monsters University and World War Z. You could be more opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Two movies. Well, Monsters University will dominate that weekend. No you, kidding. You don't mess with Pixar and I think family probably, films. Yeah. World War Z, I have zero interest in. It looks like crap. I mean, I've heard it's so different you don't than want, the, the You Max don't want Brooks the zombie book. wave? Well, this is, it's not only that. It's zombie not only Jada? fast zombies. It's like Kenyan Marathon Runner <laughs> zombies that are you know super fast, can beat everybody. And they and jump kill and they jump buildings. And it's just, I've heard it's so far from the Max Brooks movie, or the, the book, that it might as well not even be have the same name. Yeah, so, no, it's really it's just brand recognition at that point. But I'm just amazed that, given how good of an actor and producer Brad Pitt is, mm-hmm. that he would let this movie come out in his Not own that, filmography. But you, you know what I mean? He fought with Leo DiCaprio over the script. Really? Yeah, they fought for the they their production companies fought for the script. And, we, but, and but then this movie had so much trouble. Yeah, you know, like it went through a lot of production trouble. Yeah. if I remember correctly. It's weird. Mm-hmm. No, and, and the, the zombies look super fake. On top of that, with the, they're the they're running. all CG. That's why I was Horrible. saying, like the zombie wave, dude. Like, yeah, a, I'm not. I have no hope for that movie. No, I don't either. I'm kind of honestly, I'm kind of zombied out. Anyways, if you know, with Walking Dead, I feel that the last ten years we've had so many zombie movies. 
indie and big production, yeah. and I'm just kind of done with Zombie it. Is you know what though? Feel like vampires and werewolves did. Did you see yeah. Warm Bodies though? I didn't see that. <gasps> it's no. really good. Good. Yeah. I heard it's good. Yeah, One it goes see good. Warm Bodies, but also you know what was funny is uh, recently I rewatched. 28 Days Later, mm-hmm. and that movie still feels so amazing. Up. Yeah, it's, I'm not saying it's they, one of my I'm favorites. I'm not saying there can't be yeah. good movies made. I just no. feel like we need to move on to a new monster for a while. <laughs> but I, I, I don't see why Godzilla. we need to have like a <laughs> monster of the decade, you know? Like, it doesn't well, necessarily have to be that way. I know, I just feel like, I feel like we've exploited it to a certain point, and I'm like, okay, I, I feel like we've covered all the ground that we, we should for now. Like, I want to... There doesn't seem to be anything new with zombies, put it that way. Is mm-hmm. it just because of The Walking Dead? Like, you see it week to week? For, no, because, I mean... Know, three months? Like, yeah. I mean, yes, I that, probably, that probably adds to it. Yeah. Well, it's not even really a zombie show. It's just a zombie... Uh, it's The Walking Dead is more of a show of, hey, people are assholes. Yeah. And that's the uh, thesis of it. You, and you know what I mean? happen to be walkers. They're set in a zombie world, and how do you survive with nothing around you? So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. But Monsters University, I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, no. This will be the first. Okay, I'm not impressed by what I've seen so far from Boom. trailers. Yeah, and stuff he at gets all. it. I loved the first one. Mm-hmm. I would love for it to be good. Everything I've seen, and they are promoing the shit out of that show, is just not like it. Just doesn't look anywhere near as good. It's as just the first you're one. taking. No, you, it's you, not. Is that like what Revenge of the Nerds shirt yes. that you're wearing? Okay, yeah. so it sounds like they're just taking like what Animal House and Revenge of the Nerds, and then putting <laughs> putting a CGI version. creatures to it. Like, yeah. I mean, there's fraternities, there's like competition. Well, then, yeah. Oh, roommates that don't get along and some bullshit like that. I'm like, and they find a common uh, ground, and then they're best friends. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens, you know. <laughs> well, I'm Sweet. hoping be- it'll be better than the trailer show. I mean, I guess I'm just hoping because I like the first one so much. I did too. I I really did. I don't want. The trailer for Brave was amazing. Huge Pixar homer here, by the way. And that, yeah, I'm a giant Pixar fan, obviously. Uh, the trailer for Brave was incredible, and to me, a giant letdown of a movie. Mm-hmm. So, True story. <laughs> if the trailers for Monsters University are kind of crappy, and the movie's going to be amazing, all, <laughs> it's all good. But I've never known Pixar to be bad about, other than maybe Brave. Have you seen Cars? That's well, a horrible movie. We don't. Do, first, we don't no, count those. But like the. I, I, with all their other films, like I never mm. think that their advertising leads me incorrect. You know, like steers me wrong. Leads you astray. Yeah. You know where like DreamWorks has horrible advertising, mm-hmm. but their movies end up being amazing. Um, how to Train Your Dragon? How to Train Your Despicable Dragon? Despicable Me. Yeah, like their movies end up being better. Was than- Shark Tale one of theirs? Because that was a horrible no. movie. I don't know. Okay. From what I hear, that mo- that uh, that vampire Transylvania hotel thing. Apparently, that was, that funny. was good. But he- here's the thing: is that it's got Adam Sandler, and yeah. I refuse to support that guy. It wasn't the Crudes. <laughs> I can hate that guy. DreamWorks. The Crudes, yeah. I and I heard that was way better than any of the yeah. like advertisement led on. But Pixar, to me, from what I remember, I mean, Cars always looked bad to me, mm-hmm. and Cars Two, I just never saw. But like Brave is the only one I can pinpoint that looked great and being was a huge disappointment. But all the others I remember, all the trailers looked great and the movie ended up being great. Yeah, um, that so. sucks because I still haven't seen Brave and yet all I can think about is how See, the trailers. Look I, really I liked Brave. I don't think a lot of people didn't like it. I liked it. I, I thought it was better than a lot of people gave, gave it. Credit. In what sense? I actually thought because it was, uh, I thought the story. I really enjoyed the story because to me, watching my sister and her mother. It reminded me very much of their relationship, mm-hmm. and it was more realistic portrayal of that than I've seen in a lot of media. So your sister's mom turned into a bear. You know what I mean. 
Yes. And your sister and your sister's always wrong because that's what ended up happening. In well, the movie. yeah, I was gonna say that's like such a funny pro parent, like, hey, the kids are always gonna be wrong type of story. Here's the thing about Brave, and we'll we can move on after this, but the humor was just beyond idiotic. A lot well, of definitely the, wasn't their best movie. No, exactly, and and that's one of the things where Pixar always distinguishes themselves is that they always have writing that's both clever for kids and for adults as well not in the shrek movie sort of way but just more of in a deeper meaning whereas this we got oh of course guys with kilts aren't gonna wear anything underneath so you're gonna get to see their asses yeah you know and like dumb dumb shit like that like that's i get that you're saying that shouldn't be funny but i kind of (laughs) laughed why are you out there by to me i thought we were on the same side like once is fine but when it happens two or three times i'm like guys come on you're better than this (laughs) amazing um okay so moving on to the next week uh june 28th we've got two movies i'm have no interest in when the hell does Pacific Rim come out? I thought it was sooner we were than getting this. There. We'll get okay. there. Jeez. Um, the Heat, starring Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy, which I'm like, I'm so done with Melissa McCarthy. Me she, too. Uh, I really like her. I feel like she's a one trick pony, but she does the same fucking thing all it's the time. The same, I mean, though. it just drives me insane. I was like, okay with you plenty know, of people do the same thing. All yeah, the time. Chris Farley. I I like Chris Farley, but you know, he did the Roland, same thing. He did yeah. Black Sheep and Tommy Boy, and they were the same movie. And I like Tommy Boy. Oh, I didn't works. like. I mean, Black Sheep was okay, but. You know, we only got a few movies out of him. I feel like Melissa McCarthy and everything I've seen her in, she's the exact same character every time. She's a brash talking whatever, not going to say what you expect her to say. You know, a little tougher than you. She is not. She's funny at times, but she is. I don't know. I, I can't do this at drop. Yeah. <laughs> I can't take it. It's not misogyny at all. No, I know, I know of, it's I know. not. There are plenty of fun women. She's at the bottom of that pack in some ways. I know it's not. I know you're not being sexist or misogynistic. Like that. I don't, misogynistic. However, I'm sure because you said something against a woman, that's what the internet's going to take it. Yeah. Either way, it doesn't I, help I kind that of you set it off by you teed it up by saying something really positive about right. a, a fat guy comedian. Well, like, okay. oh, oh. man, I mean, see, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't even talk about her, her, her stature. So, oh yeah, her body. You did say Chris Farley. Yeah, but everybody knows. (laughs) And John Kennedy. I I mean, mean, I'm not against big fat people. Dom DeLuise. (laughs) No, but uh, I don't know. That much of a far cry. You know, okay, it's classic Chippendale sketch with (laughs) Patrick Swayze. Fabulous. Yeah, which is hilarious with like. The unexpected leg moves that she does in Bridesmaids, like it's, a, I mean, she, she, I, I actually love her and think she does a lot of other things too. Uh, but yeah, I'm but. not, I'm not well versed in all of her works. It's just the things I've seen her in, like Bridesmads. Um, yeah, the trailer for Bridesmaids. Did you see on SNL last week? Uh, I didn't know. Like her SNL stuff is really is actually it's not all like fat jokes and stuff. Like no, she's no, no. funny. She, she does really hilarious yeah. character. I think I actually do think she's really good at improv. The stuff I've seen of her, I think she's. I, I'm not going to say she's not funny. I just feel like the movies they're putting her in. I just I don't find it a good fit for her necessarily. So what should she do? I'm not sure. But <laughs> maybe I don't know. But I actually do think she's funny. I just don't. I I don't know. I feel like it's. Uh, no, I agree. I would say that the movies she's done since Bridesmaids aren't exactly Bridesmaids. Wait, in terms which ones of like has she done? Of the script and things like she that. Did like the, yeah. with her and Jason Bateman, the thief. Yeah, yeah. where yeah, she plays the, look like identity the same character. Thief, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, and which sucks because I love Jason Bateman. And she and seems like, to be he, no He's another movie. guy that plays the exact same character in Absolutely. every movie. Absolutely. Yes, he does. he does. He does. Absolutely. It does seem though, uh, going back to the identity theft movie and this, it seems to be like she's playing two sides of the same character. And that one, she was the criminal, and this one, she's a cop. It's the exact same mannerisms. I mean, of course, it's the same actress, but you know, same like everything. Almost everything else seems to be exactly the same. It's just. And one, she's a criminal, and one, she's a cop. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I feel like she is better than that material. Mm-hmm. And she... Yeah. Well, I don't think she's that way in, I, I believe, like, her Gilmore, Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. which is where she started. Oh, really? From. Yeah. Like, she's in Gilmore Girls. And I never watched Gilmore Girls, but I watched um, Amy Sherman Palladino's other TV series, Bunheads, which I really love. Mm-hmm. And, like... Her dialogue's really quick and funny, so I could see how Melissa McCarthy would fit into that. Right. So, I, I don't know. Maybe she, maybe this is like her movie deal where she's the you know maybe maybe fat, she's funny woman. Or maybe whatever. she's just like latching on any movie she can get because you know she's you know not like I don't know like uh, a Mouseketeer that got a movie career early on. She's mm-hmm. you know definitely. Late you know, bloomer. a late bloomer in yeah. the in the career, so maybe she's describing whatever. Well, I just feel like she's well, better than this. It's kind of like how, for example, <sighs> damn, I don't get to get so much shit, but like also just let's, talking about Rebel Wilson, for example, mm-hmm. I love her in just about everything that she's done so far that I've seen her in. I mean, mostly Workaholics, uh, but also Pitch Perfect. Um, yeah. What else has she been in? I forget that I've seen her in. I feel like Bridesmaids. Sh- she in Bridesmaids? Oh, yeah, she's the roommate. Yeah, she's... She oh, is a roommate, but I hated her in that started. because her character was awful in that. But either way, like, it feels like she's just taken, like, she's in Pain and Gain out of yeah. all the movies, so kind of tying Amazing. it back. But she kind of plays the same sort of character right. as in Pitch Perfect, where yeah. she's like, oh, she's this hypersexual character. She's really funny and crude. Mm-hmm. And you don't expect that out of her, I guess, because, you know, she's, she has a few pounds on her or something like that. I yeah. don't know. It's the way most people deal with those types of uh, actresses. I think it's a little patronizing. Like, I was actually talking to her about yeah. the MTV Movie Awards, but we, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> Either way. Um, so, anyway, The Heat, no, I don't want to see it. All right. Well, the other, the only other movie that week, and then we'll move the on to July. The greatest movie that's this summer. Uh, yeah, it's Olympus Has Fallen 2. Yeah, colon Channing say. Tatum what colon White House down. <laughs> <laughs> it's another. It's the, the other. Awakening? It's the deep. Imp- Maybe it's the Armageddon of the deep, deep to impact. the other deep impact. Pretty vice sure those versa came out like right about the same. Yeah, time but I mean, Olympus has fallen. Just came out this month. But which or one the is Twister to wasn't there? A, and there were the two volcano movies. No, there was Dante's Peak, and then there was Volcano. Okay, wasn't there no. a Twister and something else? Tornado. A, <laughs> no, there wasn't a tor- There was another tornado so. movie. Cyclone. I thought. I don't remember. Cyclone, yeah. I don't know. I know. I think Twister was by itself. Okay. It lo- yeah, either yeah. way, it's just like, it's another case of two movies. They have to latch on to this concept. And I actually want to see White House Down eh. or whatever it's called. I'll, eh. I'll give White House Down credit, the balls of trying to... White House Down is the one with... Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. The other one was uh, Gerard But Butler. like, having oh, them come the, out oh, in the yeah. summer, I mean, that takes some balls trying to do that in the summer. I mean, sure. What were you going to say, Pat? Anyway, sorry. I just remembered another one of those movies, by the way, that doubles was Infamous and uh, Capote. Two movies about Truman. Oh, Capote. yeah, you're yeah, right. That's yeah. hilarious. And the craziest part is Infamous was cast first, and Toby Jones gives this yeah. incredible performance. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine that that phone call just sucked. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling <laughs> good. This is going to be a career-making thing. And there were two sorry, Hitchcock what? movies recently. Yeah, so he was Hoffman got what? He's what? Pat, have you seen or heard of Barbarian uh, Sound Studio with Toby Jones? 
You haven't? No. Is it amazing? It is amazing. Uh, whenever you, it, it came out last year in the UK. I saw it in Fantastic Fest last year. But uh, if you ever get a chance to see it, what was the first it, word? Bavarian. Bavarian uh, sound sound studio. Bavarian. 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 Like Bavarian. Yeah, Bavarian sound studio. It's yeah. uh, basically German, he plays know. a sound engineer at a, a Giallo. I think it's how they're pronounced. Jallo movie. Right. And he's from the U.S. and he's flown out to Italy, and it gets it gets a little trippy. I would say it's uh, it's it's basically like a David Lynch movie that David Lynch didn't direct, and it's it's nice. awesome. So you, if you like Toby Jones, definitely check he's it out. He's terrific. He's mm-hmm. a really really good actor. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on the other side of the break, we're gonna try to cover the rest of the movies of the summer, July and August, and uh, then we'll wrap it up from there. Yeah. yeah. What? 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 Oh. You're listening Man, I like to the breaks that we went into. <laughs> Bad kids are stupid. So here we are. This is LL Cool J, and I got something new. A 20-day countdown to my new album. Each and every day you hear a different cut. Now I want you to hear it first before it hits the store so you know what time it is. The LL Cool J countdown. Call now so I can hit you with it first. $2 the first minute, 45 cents for each additional minute. Children, get your parents' permission before you dial. Cinema's been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. Cybertronian War, special mission teams of Autobots and Decepticons blasted their way to planet Nebulon. There, the powerful Transformers let the intelligent Nebulons become the heads of their robots. But the Headmasters were still Autobots and Decepticons, and fierce new battles erupted. Follow the adventures of the Headmaster Transformers and the equally incredible Target Master Transformers in Marvel Comics. Love this song. Really? Love it. We are back to the sexy time break room. Be like Helma and call us maybe. We can't do one Four, six, fucking nine, episode without this six, goddamn five, song. Nine eight two seven. Patrick is firmly rooted in your camp with this stupid ass song. I am Mark. What kind of band is doing this? Um, hold on a second. The Hate Mongers. It's called Upon This Dawning, I think, is the name of it. I hope they... Um, no, I, I play it because it has the phone number in it, and I haven't done any other bumpers with the phone number in it. We didn't talk about the phone number earlier, so there you go. That's why oh, yeah. I play it, because it has That's the phone amazing. number. We so. talked about the phone See, number in the We had no choice. Oh, yeah, okay. we have no choice. We... Plus, it's a good bumper, so... Um, all right, so moving on to July, 
And we'll try to be a little more concise this time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe. But uh, moving on to July, there's not... There's only one movie I'm really looking forward to, but we'll start early on with Despicable Me 2 and Lone Ranger going back to back. I I would rather see Despicable one. Me 2. Yeah. Me too. Me Those too. Pixar? Who knows? No, no. It's DreamWorks. 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 Because the the first one was a pleasant surprise and yeah. it was. This one might be might be just as good. I like that. Lone Ranger, funny. it's like, "Hey, it's Johnny Depp in another funny hat with a funny accent." Waka waka waka. Is it? Is are we? Is it not insulting for Johnny Depp to? Of course it is. Though? Is that is that okay? I mean, I'm just curious. They tanned him a lot. It's weird, right? Yeah, it's, they barely. He's a na- he officially a Navajo too, or like some sort of like. Is he? <laughs> no, like the the like. The, why why couldn't they have gotten a, an actual Native American actor to do that? That's. I mean, oh, that is the you mean like Ben Affleck? Some, yeah. Like, person to play my age who worked his ass off. Really I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, no, that saw that and was like, "Then we have one role that's different. Yeah. We have one role. Yeah, yeah. Because I, they took because the Lone Ranger is a reach on Jack fucking Hammer or whatever the Army fuck Hammer. his name is. Army Excuse Hammer. me, my bad. Jack, Jack Hammer. <laughs> uh, I know a guy named Jack name? Hammer in uh, oh, Abilene. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Um, that's why they had to get. Easy. They had to have name recognition. Yeah. I guess. I've Is Army Hammer really a name recognition, though? No, no, no. no. I'm saying no. that's Johnny why Depp. they got Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just... I mean, that's a lot to... Well, it's... I mean, it's a Disney movie against a kid's movie, so that's a fairly competitive weekend. Mm-hmm. I still think... I mean, Despicable Me will win it. Yeah. I think Lone Ranger is going to tank. Which sucks, because I think that... I hope so. Army Hammer is a good dude. I yeah. mean, he's he's a talented actor, but he just doesn't know how to pick roles. He's I done am... ever since the Social Network. He's done Mirror Mirror hmm. with that weird chick with the big old eyebrows, and then this movie. And I, really I'm worn out on Johnny uh, Depp. He was also in that uh, in the Clint Eastwood movie uh, Edgar J Edgar. Oh, that's right. I didn't, I didn't yeah. see that. Which also I didn't think he was that great in that. Actually, yeah. he was okay, but not not, not amazing. DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was it was his Oscar grab that didn't happen again. Yeah, it didn't didn't work out. Yeah, I'm I don't know. I, I'm tired of Johnny Depp. I think he needs to go away for a few years and uh, mm-hmm. stay away from film, and then come back and do something interesting for are, once. Are we being yeah. like over? I'm I, I'm not defending him by mm-hmm. any means whatsoever. Are we being like inundated with Johnny Depp lately? Well, it's, it's a fair it's, point. It, I, yeah. No, no, here's what it is. It's been a constant stream. It's, it's not a so constant, much inundated. It's for, been at least a movie a year. Well, first of all, what was the movie he did with Angelina Jolie that should never have won any awards because it was pretty bad? The Tourist. That was horrible. And then every Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean movie, he's of course, he's got the accent. He's Captain Jack with the hat and the funny clothes. Then he does Lone Ranger, which is Pirates of the Caribbean set in the Old West. I mean, don't, he, don't it's forget the same the bit. Diaries, which yeah, was basically doing it. I didn't see it either, but I mean, it was. But him in a funny hat, right? Well, it's him trying to be Hunter S. Thompson right. again, and from what I, I haven't seen it yet, even though it's on instant, but I hear that he didn't do that great of a job right. with it. So I just, I just feel like he needs to come back and, and go away, and then come back and do something small and do something interesting again. I but think it's kind of like Tim Burton. Small though, he should grow a beard and then go on a late night show and <laughs> yeah. like, act like totally high. Be and... gone for two years and then come back. Fuck that movie! I, I hated Joaquin Phoenix. Never that saw that. Movie. No, that, uh, that movie really will annoy you. Like, if you ever see, get around to see it, you're, you just get downright annoyed at it. Mm. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on. Let's skip a few weeks because there's not much going on for mm-hmm. about two weeks. And then... Oh, well, I'm actually excited. This, this one, I swear to God, it's... Grown excited ups- about what? There's one on July 5th, The Way, Way Back with Steve Carell. It just looks really cute. Anyway, that's all oh, okay, I'm going to say. That's all. Go look at the trailer. It looks like a cute family... Um, 
not quick. like super funny, but just really sweet kind of small movie. Anyway, that's all. Quick that Steve Carell segue. Okay. okay. That's it. Did anybody ever watch that one with uh, the one about someone to... Friend, seeking a friend at the end of the world. Yes, that one. I never saw that. I Dustin, never saw it Dustin liked it. I always thought that I thought that looked interesting. I never saw it. Never mind. Um, so Friday, July twelfth, sees Pacific Rim Woo. going up against Grown Ups Two. Oh, Grown Ups yeah. Two totally wins that weekend. <laughs> yeah, and VHS Two. But why is there need to be a Grown Ups Two? Are you being serious? VHS Two. Yeah. Like the Jack Black movie? No, no. no. This is the oh, that movie was from last the year. Be kind, rewind. My cereal. bad. Never mind. Um, no, I, I think if Pacific Rim doesn't win the weekend, there's something wrong with you. With then humanity again. more than I already believe. It will but win. I mean, I would be shocked. It's gonna. Win I can't believe again. it. Got Grown Ups got a sequel first of all, but I didn't it see it. It made a lot of money. Did it really? Yeah. That's sad. I hate, I hate Adam Sandler. Like I've never thought that he was funny. Like. Really? Yeah, it was one of those things where even as a kid, mm-hmm. I never found any of the, like, what is it? The Billy Madison? Billy Madison. Happy uh, Gilmore? The, yeah, Happy Gilmore. Really? The Waterboy. I never found them funny. Really? Yeah, I was more... But the Waterboy, uh, he, he talks with a weird voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait, so that's what makes... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah, been yeah, missing... Yeah, yeah. Oh, you get it now. It was so subtle. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I used to like him, but God, I, nothing just, he's done. You know I, what? Aside from Hotel Transylvania, which I actually liked. Yeah. But then he started doing. Here's my thing about a lot of these comedian actor types is that once they start making movies where they start parrying themselves and then they go back to doing shitty movies like that, like for example, Jack Black with Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler with Funny People, well, stuff like that, and then they're like they're kind of making fun of themselves and then they're like, oh, we're shallow, we've we've taken stupid chin, we shouldn't do that anymore, and then they go back and do it, and I'm like, hey, you're. You're, you're kind of terrible. Kind of, um, also, what is it? There's that, uh, Just Go With It? I think that was the name of his. Oh, that was uh, a yes. terrible movie, too. Yeah, and I'm Decker. like, I'm sorry. By the time your movie so starts boring. sounding like, you know, lines that you were here during, like, date rape or whatever, like, you're probably, probably yeah. not going to be good. Like, <laughs> it, it sounds awful. I, I, oh. I just never thought that he was funny, though. E- either way, I just, no. I'm now just brainstorming category, you know, movies that fall under that category. Yeah, exactly. Like date rape <laughs> sounding movies. Um, wow. So Pacific Rim, I assume we're Pacific all looking Rim forward too. to Pacific Rim too. Yeah, that falls in there. Yeah, yeah no. I'm just looks- excited that somebody uh, went to Guillermo del Toro and went, here's a shitload of money. Yes. <laughs> make yes. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please what make your childhood dreams come true. Okay. I love how Michael Bay accused... Uh, Del Toro of ripping him off from Transformers. Yeah, he did. Me? Oh my god! As he's making a reboot of his own series. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Ridiculous. Wait a minute. What reboot? Transformers Four. Transformers Four. It's like, rebooting it. Yes. It's oh. sort of. Re- well, what it's doing is it's doing it four years after the events of the third movie, okay. with a completely different cast of robots. Allegedly, robots and actors. That's oh why Shia LaBeouf isn't going to be in there, and so you know, Ultra Magnus instead of. Has that ever happened before? Oh, ever in the history of ever? It, isn't it Somebody Wahlberg? reboots their own series. Has that ever? No. happened? It's a, it's a sequel, but it's not. It's not an official reboot. Yeah, it's an unofficial reboot. Isn't it Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, Mark yeah. Wahlberg's yeah. in it. Superman uh, movie is a reboot of the. True. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, yes. but the same director but is it rebooting the director? his own. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Has that ever happened uh, where a director reboots his own movie? I don't know. I don't Are we counting so. Joel Schumacher doing Batman and Robin? <laughs> oh. That's true. That's a good point. But that was a really reboot. Actually. That was a sequel. Yeah, yeah, but, but Transformers Four is also a sequel, so 
If they're not right, but, it, but they're not coming to Earth again in Transformers Four, right? It's, it's taking not, place four no, years later. So. It's not really worth this much conversation. Anyway, <laughs> right. So Pacific <laughs> Rim, more about one of the wait, most no Pacific Rim. Most like said, robots, kaiju's. That's what yeah. they're actually called. Like big old monsters, giant fucking yeah. robots. Is that like yeah, them. giant fucking no? Well. The kaiju, the big old fucking monsters. Oh, the kaiju, the monsters. Yeah, what the, do they call the the robots? Jaegers. Jaegers, yes. Ja- like giant J-A-E-G-E-R. fucking robots. Jaeger. Yeah. Like Jaeger. Jaeger bombs. I'd be stoked yeah. about it all in its own right, but the fact that I'm a giant Sons of Anarchy fan, and the fact that Charlie Hunan is in like like a main character role like, in a big movie is pretty and awesome. Andrew Selva. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not a He's going to cancel the apocalypse. So pretty yeah. awesome. My, my so favorite cancel, yeah. random uh, tieback, Charlie Hunnam, early on in his career, did a show called Undeclared. The Judd Apatow project. Judd yes. Apatow made where he played oh. Jay awesome. uh, Boucherelle's roommate. Yeah. That was, that, was a, that was a good show. I enjoyed yeah. that. Um, I do love the fact that I do love, I'm a big Power Rangers fan because mm-hmm. it's so silly, you know. And I love the fact that they always have to move at the same time, you know, the synchronized mm-hmm. movements. I love in the Jaegers that when they're making, they're fighting, they're all moving and you know synchronously. Yeah, yeah because I you, love that it requires two pilots, yeah. one for each side. Right, I and, love that. And you know what's interesting is that in terms of the world building, the fact that at least in the story here, this movie, the reason why the monsters are called kaiju's, which mm-hmm. is like basically a Japanese term, is because the first monster actually came and attacked Japan. Mm-hmm. So they were the first ones to coin oh, that okay. term. So it was just like really That's cool, cool like world building yeah. to where it's like everything kind of makes sense, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, within the whole, hey, giant robots and yeah. big old monsters sort of thing. But yeah, yeah I know. I love that attention to detail. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Yeah. Um, the next week, uh, there's not much on the do- I mean, there's Turbo, which is uh, a movie from Fox about a, a snail that acquires the power of super speed and becomes a racer. Skip. Okay. Preview looks Meh. terrible. Skip. Uh, moving on to July 19th. Yeah, yeah. There's two movies. Uh, one that I'm looking forward to and one that I'm not. Uh, R.I.P.D. I feel like it's Men in Black, but with Ryan Reynolds. And, and Jeff Bridges. And Jeff Bridges. It's the dude. It, it could be good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm not excited for it, but I am looking forward to Red, too. I like Red quite a bit. It was a, it was a night. I wasn't expecting much for Red, and I ended up really liking Still it. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally copying somebody from another podcast, but I think they said that Part of the success of Red was the fact that there are zero stakes. Like, yeah, you really sure. don't ever think that anybody's gonna really. I mean, a few exceptions aside, you never really think that anybody's gonna die or is gonna really come into harm. And it's just a fun, yeah. breezy action movie. You're right; it's gonna mm-hmm. be fun. R.I.P.D. I think, like I said, I think it's just gonna be the the dude and Ryan Reynolds. And yeah. I like Ryan Reynolds as a I like character. I like both of them quite a bit. Yeah. It just feels so much like Men in Black. I mean, the trailer feels like, I mean, so many of the shots and just the mm-hmm. world building you see within that feels exactly like the MIB headquarters. And what if Ryan Reynolds releases first single? <laughs> that <laughs> <company> <laughs> Here come the RIPD. Yes. That'll be yes. Awesome. Underworld's Defender. Yeah. Wow. But I don't know. What do you, I, I feel like I've cut you off. No, I just, I, I've liked Red Fine, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I kind of meh read too. I might see it, and then I actually haven't seen other than that one picture of Jeff Bridges like shooting a gun and Ryan Reynolds that I think's been floating around the past couple weeks. I haven't seen a trailer for R.I.P.D. at all, so I feel behind about and that week. This is this weekend is Mary Louise Parker versus Mary Louise Parker. By the way, Red, oh. she's in both mm. Red Two and R.I.P.D. Well, mm, she just sexy. wins. She does. No she what. wins either way. Yeah. Or does the world lose? Maybe yeah. unless they both bomb. <gasps> no. Sad face. <laughs> 
that movie, even though we haven't mentioned it, is uh, the the movie that I am looking forward to the most is going to be Only God Forgives, mm-hmm. which is going to be the next uh, Nicholas Winding Refn movie. Uh, Nicholas, I thought that was coming out until August. No, no it's, it's uh, July nineteenth. Uh, for those that don't know, Nicholas Winding Refn was the director for Drive, mm-hmm. um, Bronson, uh, Valhalla Rising, but yeah. mostly everybody's going to know him from Drive. Bronson was excellent. It was excellent. Was I good. love. So oh. brutal. So yeah. Brutal. Tom Hardy and that sweet yeah. mustache. Oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> a lot of naked Tom Hardy. A lot of naked Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's well, a bad yeah. thing. A lot of naked, bloody Tom Hardy. No, with no, no, a, no, that wasn't a complaint. Mm, just a, yeah, with a, a giant Mario mustache. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but either way, uh, this this movie in particular, for those that don't know, it's going to have him. It's going to have uh, Refn teaming up once again with Ryan Gosling, which it seems to be his year of teaming up with directors he's worked with before. But uh, in this particular instance, he's like a mobster in Bangkok, I believe. And basically his mother, who I forget the actress that plays her, uh, urges him to get revenge on the guy that killed his brother. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, if you see any of the posters or any of the trailers, it's going to be bloody it's gonna be very stylish um you know a lot of the like one of the posters was literally ryan gosling in his face beat beat to a pulp yeah and so that's gonna give you a big that's the main image coming out of the movie exactly well that and him and like in a kind of like a fighting stance and like him wearing a vest and a tie or whatever so yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah it looks it looks it looks amazing okay i thought that wouldn't come out to august but it's not on the schedule here so Mm -hmm. um the next weekend the only big movie coming out is The Wolverine, and it mm-mm. seemed... What else is coming out? Oh, I mean, I'm just saying... I'm, I'm oh, oh okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, look, it can't get much worse than the first Wolverine movie. Are you sure? I guess it could, <laughs> but this actually... <laughs> does, could I mean, have more amnesia bullets. <laughs> I'm not excited by this movie at all, but it does... It looks more promising than yeah. the first Wolverine movie. I will say that. There's just nothing, so far to the trailer, there's just nothing that excites me, excites me. Exactly. Double excited. what it is. Is that it looks like generic action movie. I, I hope it's not. I just don't know where this falls with the whole... In the continuity? Well, yeah, in the continuity, because the first Wolverine was a prequel. It was like mm-hmm. Origins and yeah, whatever. And this one's supposed to be after. It's this supposed after to be Wolverine after, three. but then Wolverine's also in X-Men Days of Futures Past, which is a sequel to First Class, but that doesn't follow in the continuity of the original three. Mm. And then, but we have... Alternate universes. Yeah, I guess, but then we And have, time travel. I, I don't, I don't because know. Because Bishop is actually in Days of Future Past, too. Yeah. And he wasn't in the original Days of Future Past story, but they're bringing him in through time travel. I don't, I don't know. I just Don't feel, worry about that part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean... I, I get what you're talking about where you don't know where it fits, but that shouldn't be a complaint against the movie itself. It's not its fault that there's a weird production and Brian schedule Singer's going up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, like, are you saying that in general it just doesn't sound like it's going to be but is it- exciting? Like, I mean, continuity issues aside, like I said, you can't fault that movie for where it is in between everything. Like, as guess, the trailer... I guess not. Like, I mean, it looks fine. It's just... Like I feel with the Avengers, you have not that you. I guess you have to, but I want to see all of the Phase Two, like Iron Man Three and Thor Two and Captain America Two, and then if they make, you know, the Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow movies, like I want to see all of them before I see Avengers Two. Mm-hmm. So do I need to see the Wolverine? Before I see Days probably of Future pre- Past, you know, I well, just don't know where that falls in. Or do probably, that, 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 probably. Can, I, can I ask a question related to that? Sure. Sure. Do you really want to see Thor Two? I do. Yeah. Are you yeah. being serious? <laughs> <laughs> it looks awesome. Yeah. It looks a lot I better than the first like one. It. That was bad. 
Um, okay. You didn't think it looked good, Pat? No, no, no. Oh my gosh! No, yeah, it looked it looked great. Wrong. I'm, I read trailers badly. I saw Brave like the weekend it opened. So. <laughs> That's not your fault. That's Pixar's name. <laughs> yeah. well, moving on to August, Pat will be really happy because a sequel to 300 is coming out called Rise <laughs> of an Empire. Right. Mm. 300. Right? It takes place during the same battle as during the movie 300, except this is a naval battle and not the land battle. So I didn't even know this existed until... This is not directed by okay. Zack Snyder. This is by Noam Murrow. Yeah, how does this exist without Zack Snyder directing it? Yeah, That's a good question. I really liked 300. I, I did I, too. I don't know if I want to see this Loved one, 300. I haven't even seen the trailer for this, but I... It. I don't think there's one out yet. There's just random pictures. Yeah. Mm. I, mean, like, I know I've seen one of Eva uh, Mendez. Oh, no. Green. Eva Green. Green. Eva yeah, Green. Eva Green in mm. it. Yeah. I mean, it's got... Uh, it's got the same guy who played Xerxes before is playing it again. This it's taking place at the exact God. same time. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what else is he gonna well, do? I'm saying like I think he's the main, the only connection between the two. So no, who apparently uh, Lena Heedy uh, Heedy is gonna play Gorgo again, and I'm like, how does really? Yeah, out of all out of huh. all the characters, interesting. <clears throat> well, she needs whatever money she can get. Is, this is that's Terminator. She's, she's in Game that, of Thrones. Like, yeah, that's sweet HBO money. Yes, she does. She is. She's actually there was a big story a couple weeks ago about her having to borrow money from her ex-husband because it was crazy Damn. she was yeah she's really really not doing well <laughs> yeah I'll, yeah i'll take care of her. i don't know what to think about this yet <laughs> uh, probably not to the way she's used to being taken <laughs> care of well really i mean look beggars can't be choosers okay <laughs> from the sounds of it that's really sad because she's definitely one of the at least always the top three build every week yeah. like she's in the show every week mm-hmm. and so that's really sad what yeah. are those blu-ray sales this is what right. piracy is doing <laughs> yes Yo. that's exactly what it's doing um so moving on to friday august 9th uh this is a sort of sequel to cars 2 it's called no, it's no. disney's plane no, don't, don't even mention it it's set, up. Stop. i'm just saying it's set in the same universe what? it looks horrible just stop it stars Wait. dane cook how no. Is <laughs> yes. How is it a sequel? It's Cars well. Two? It's in the same universe. It's a sort of sequel. There's a universe. Here's well, what's weird. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's it's it takes. They even say in the trailer above the world of cars, it's planes. Uh, so it's talking planes. Gosh. But it, here's what's weird is that Pixar is not actually making it. It's Disney. 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 It was supposed to be a direct to DVD movie, and yeah. then they were like, oh well, I, we don't have anything coming out that week, so let's put it up in the theater. We're gonna put it up against Elysium, which is the. Woo! Definitely yeah. the winner in that weekend. I've only seen the first trailer, obviously, but I was like, holy yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. This yeah. could be awesome. Yeah. Um, how do you say that guy's the guy that directed it? How do you Neil say his Blomkamp? name? Is it Blomkamp? Blomkamp. Blomkamp. Sure. Yeah. That guy's awesome. Yeah. He, he can do it on a budget and make it look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, I, his budget for this movie was $100 million, I think. Uh, wow. For, yeah. I think for. District 9 was considerably less. District Nine, it was like maybe twenty-ish, yeah. like ten to twenty-ish. I don't know. I don't. I don't have IMDb. God, next District to me. Nine was so awesome. Yeah, but God, I mean, I, I love. He made an amazing sci-fi movie in that sci-fi for once was being used as an allegory because I think a lot of people forget that sci-fi isn't just you know robots and hot alien chicks and lingerie back and to stuff 70s like sci-fi that. it was a lot of allegory back exactly then. and this time it was actual allegory that's yeah. why what time, what year did they come out like 2009 i think that was like one Push of the best nine, years yeah. of yeah best years of sci-fi yeah. in recent history and which i hope that he can do the same in this one yeah which is why you know um oblivion which i saw last week i as much as i didn't like the ending um and i had a lot of problems with it i like the fact that it was a throwback to 70s sci-fi mm-hmm. and that it, it was an allegory about what does it mean to be human mm-hmm. and really exploring that i felt they just could have done a better job but um i did like that about it yeah, but yeah and i hope there. i hope elysium looks to be awesome i don't mm-hmm. think 
It looks fantastic. Um, yeah. Moving on to Friday, August 16th is Javi's favorite, Kick-Ass 2. <laughs> oh, no. I love Kick-Ass, and I have, I'm lo- really looking forward to this one. I really? Just, I just Here's, here's my thing I is love- that it just looks so cheap. Yeah. Is what it does. I loved the first one. This one just... The trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, there's nothing... Well, they need to work on the CG. They need to touch up the CG. They yeah. need to work on the CG. Here's- Here's a weird thing I have on that. I, I really liked the first one. I thought it was great. Uh, but Roger Ebert fucking hated it. Mm-hmm. And I'm fascinated by that. Like, mm-hmm. if you haven't read his review, you should check it out. It's really good. I mean, it's interesting. He hated that movie. And it's basically because... Hit Girl. Right? Yeah, yeah basically. Hit I don't girl. remember that, yeah. I mean, but what, on a bigger scale, like, he basically just said it makes no attempt to justify insidious violence and, like... Not just the violence or gore of it, but the but the you know sort of moral justification of revenge, and just sort of indulges in it in a way that's actually darker than you know any Quentin Tarantino movie. Uh, in yeah. a way, that's basically how he said it, which mm-hmm. is really kind of weird and interesting to me. Anyway, I, I don't want to pretend to like really interesting sum up his thoughts. So you should definitely. Check because he was a really bright dude, and obviously it's a bummer we lost him. But mm-hmm. but I was always fascinated by the fact that he like it's one of the worst reviews he ever gave. Mm-hmm. Movie. So I think that at the time that which I liked a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say at the time that the review came out and the movie came out, I think it was a little infamous over the fact that I didn't he spoil. Like that wasn't that one of the I'm movies sure he that did. he started it was spoiling. I'm confident that he that he gives it, away exactly what happens at the end. It was the uh, because other he talks I know movie. specifically in the review about. You know, the, without giving Man. anything away here, a revenge story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how that inevitably ends. Anyway, um, yeah. it, it's pretty, yeah, it's interesting. Whatever. But I actually like the movie a lot. I don't think and he, it's well-reviewed by a ton of other people. He he spoiled the one with Ellen Page and uh, Rain Wilson. Oh, super. Super. Anyway. That's the one he spoiled. Oh, uh, um, but that makes more sense. Just to bring it back to Kick-Ass, like I said, I just think that... I don't know. Maybe because I read, I, re- I read the comic mm-hmm. that it's based on. I frankly don't like Mark Millar's writing. I think there's a hint of like there's so much sadism involved in 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 his yeah. writing that I think is unnecessary. Like I'm all. Have dude, you read any Garth Ennis? Huh? <laughs> Have you read the Boys? In Garth Ennis? <laughs> I don't want to. Um, I actually uh, enjoy it. Yeah, but I mean, it's almost kind of like how some people accuse George R. R. Martin of doing that, where there's mm-hmm. a whole lot of sadism in, in Which his that's, that's in actually, his writing. Actually, not in his books. That's not so much the case. They've kind of just put, as an aside, they put that more into the TV show, I think, because they can. You're right, exactly. So. But I mean, there's there's still a bit of a source to it. Um, but either way, like I said, I, I just don't care for the source material. I think that, you know what, there's a lot of interesting character uh, casting, like mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, Daniel Daniel Faison, or Donald Faison. As a few of the characters, I'd love to see Chloe uh, Grace Moretz as a uh, head girl again. She was hilarious. That she was the highlight of the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's not a world that I really needed to revisit. Angela, you dressed as a hit girl at one of my <laughs> Halloween parties. <laughs> yes, did. you did. I did. Um, I liked the first one. She's I'll see short. the second one. I, mainly because Jim Carrey. When I watched the trailer, I was like, who's that? And they're like, Jim Carrey. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. I was blown away that it was him. I think the shock of Hit Girl is done because mm-hmm. the big draw for the first one is that she's a nine-year-old, you know, right. cussing up a storm or nine or ten-year-old cussing up a storm. And now she's older and it's not as you're like, okay, she cusses. We've seen yeah. this. But it'll be... Um, yeah, I'll see it. I just, I agree. It just looks, it looks cheap. And it is, I mean, the budget's it con- considerably lower and it just, it looks it. Which is surprising. Didn't it make a lot of money? 
I don't think I don't think it made as, as much as it they wanted it to. Yeah, it was DV, it was all DVD and home sales, and yeah. after they got their deal on Netflix, they made their money back. Yeah. But still, it's this funny. is the longest show ever. I just hope I I, just, I really want it to be good. The first one I went, in, I think I went and saw it with you, Mark. Yeah, and I was just like, man, uh-huh. this is probably not going to be good. And I came out loving it, and I will still. I, I may not own it, but I I like it a lot. Uh. It would that scene where they just the way they do it from the nanny cam to showing you the actual of Nick Cage going in and beating the fuck out of everybody is so I just love it. I just love it. But anyway, I, I really hope that the second one's good. But I don't know. From what I've seen so far, I don't have a lot of. I don't know. I'm nervous about it. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up with a little bit of September. There's not much going on in September, but. Uh, the movie that I don't think anybody was demanding except Vin Diesel and, and that is and Thomas and that is Riddick, <laughs> the sequel to Pitch Black and Chronicles of Riddick. I'm actually looking forward to yeah. it. Oh, I just I just awesome. put this on Twitter. Yeah, I'm so excited I, I love about it. Chronicles yeah. of Riddick. I never did see it. I love Pitch Black. I, everyone else still... in the world hated it, but me and you and one Fist other guy bump. I know. Yeah, but yeah. I, it's terrible. Why did you just touch There's penises? no reason I should <laughs> like it, but God, I loved that movie, mm-hmm. and I'll watch it over and over mm-hmm. again too. Mm-hmm. I feel it, myself getting dumber, but God, I loved that movie yeah. so much. I just like it. I just love the fact that it's tonally speaking, it's just such a different movie from Pitch Black. One is a yeah, sci-fi horror movie. Absolutely. The other one is an, a sci-fi action adventure chosen one, kind of like Dune or whatever right. chosen one type of sci-fi. And this is going to be a character drama. Yeah, it's no, like Downton not. Abbey. Or something. No, it's not. I hope yeah, so. It's, exactly it's going to be right like along the lines of the second one. It is funny that he is so tied into that character like he was he's been killing it for a long time mm-hmm. saying we need to do another and one you know what another one i was gonna say let's not get too crazy but i was like he didn't need a kickstarter did he no he didn't. <laughs> i don't i actually don't think we have time to talk about that uh, we get we'll, we'll spend two minutes on it okay uh, one more movie and that is machete kills on september 13th danny trejo e- no i don't want to i like is the that a movie that needed a second I like the first one. I agree. I don't think it needed a second one. I like the fir- first one's fun and fine. And it was fun. It was a good joke. Why do we need to do it again? Yeah. Because oh, by the way, oh, go ahead. didn't he do it again already with another movie that was kind of similar? Called Spy Kids 4. <laughs> they need a sequel. <laughs> Amazing. I did miss one movie in August, and that's The World's End with Simon Pegg, Nick yes. Frost, yes. and Martin Freeman. Wow, well, I don't know I, anything about I that. I still haven't seen a trailer for Sounds it, great. but I'll watch anything with those guys. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like absolutely. it's... Yeah, it's got Martin Freeman. It's got all of the other uh, Edgar Wright crew guys. It's got that. Uh, it's got Martin Freeman from the off the British Office and uh, Sherlock Hitchhiker's Hitchhiker's, Hitchhiker's Guide to yeah. Sherlock. And, and, yeah. the and the Hobbit and the Hobbit and the Hobbit. So terrible. He's also everywhere this year. Yeah, yeah. True. So yeah, no, it definitely. And apparently, interestingly enough, it is coming out a, a month earlier in the UK. I don't know if we're gonna get that. I don't think we are, but mm. it, it's uh, supposed to be coming out in like literally in July. In July or something like that, so or August or whatever. So, so okay, anyway. that's done. Let's talk about. <laughs> let's spend two minutes on Kickstarter, real quick. <sighs> okay. So the big thing, obviously, if, a few weeks ago, Rob Thomas from Veronica Mars um, started a Kickstarter, for uh, lack of a better term, and the and singer of uh, uh, Three Doors Down, three, or no, 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 Matchbox, Matchbox Fifty, or whatever. Um, yeah, so he created a Kickstarter and raised five million dollars. I was one of the contributors. Love Veronica Mars. Boo. Um, whatever. It's a good show. Um, Was a good show. And it's going to be a good movie. No. Mm-hmm. 
You haven't even seen it. Shut up. (laughs) Anyway, he raised $5 million and everybody was happy. A lot, not everybody, but a lot of people were happy about that. Um, And I obviously contributed, so I was okay with it. And then this week, Zach Braff comes out, creates his own Kickstarter, promptly, promptly, I think as of this morning, I heard raised over a million dollars for his movie called um, I Wish I Was Here. I think something like that. And everybody's angry pants at Zach Braff, but not Rob Thomas. And I want to. I haven't gotten your official stance on it. You gone. It seems like you're going back and forth on it. You know, am I really? It seems because like, here's here's my thing: is that fundamentally speaking, in terms of Kickstarter, I think it 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 can be. I, I think I'm going to contradict myself Good. a little bit, but helpful. It, I mean, it can be for for the little guys. Whenever yeah. you start getting into a little bit of a shady, like gray area, like. Mm. Whenever it starts getting into like big names, I didn't like the Veronica Mars Kickstarter from mm. the get go because I was just like, okay, so I know that Warner Brothers apparently said that they're not going to back this movie. That you do need to have this money in order to be able to show interest for it as a sign of good faith, right? The to get the project rolling. But I thought about it. I was like, wait a second, how many people are in? The Veronica Mars cast. How many slots did uh, Kristen Bell not have to buy in order to be able to afford this movie? <laughs> Things like that to where I was just like, okay, so right. if you guys really truly believe in this project, why aren't you putting up the money yourselves? Like, I mean, I'm not saying that Kristen Bell and Ron Thomas are millionaires or anything like that, but surely they have money. They have some influence. So bet- if they really felt like they needed to... Hold on. Let me, let ahead, me try to finish. So if they really felt like they needed to try to tell the story oh so passionately, mm-hmm. then why did it need to go to the other people? Just like with Zach Braff, I... I really don't think that he needed to do a Kickstarter. I love Zach Braff. I like. I his actually work. agree with you on that. Yeah, like I don't think I just don't. I think what really bothers me about the situation is not so much that he started his own Kickstarter that it's mm-hmm. going to be just a whole oh I don't know what I'm doing with my life type of indie movie, which is basically just Garden State ten years later. Right. But it's more of people's reactions to where all of a sudden he's this villain that mm-hmm. just wants to take your hard-earned money, but Rob Thomas all of a sudden is a saint. That wants to give that, you the Veronica Mars That's not Mars fair to Zach Braff. And it's not because he, I don't think he's coming at it with any sort of, you know, evil intentions Money or anything grab or like no, that. Yeah, exactly. Either. I mean, I don't think that... I think yeah. he's genuine in his intentions. Exactly. And, and I think that's really what bothers me. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily have a thing... Like, I don't hate wanting people to get their projects off the ground, but it just feels right. like we really need to take a look at our reaction. Like, you, you tweeted about this, right. the AV Club was shitting on Braff yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that's bullshit. And then praising then, Rob, Mar- or Rob Thomas a few weeks ago. They did that, yeah. Right. They, they have this whole section called uh, Great Job Internet, and they mm-hmm. talk specifically about how Kickstarter raised $5 million yeah. for this Veronica Mars movie. And I'm like, no, you can't pick and choose. I mean, really, yeah. to me, personally, there's no clear... There, it's, it's, it's all pretty black and white in that regard. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically really rich people asking... Less rich people for money, yeah, and it not them not wanting to take the risk up front. It, that's that's all it is. I mean, you might believe in Veronica Mars. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hate you on that. That's that's not a big deal. But I just think that as a fundamental thing, it's I don't like it. Well, I will say on as far as the funding front goes, mm-hmm. Kristen Bell is a pretty. She's not an A level actress yet. I'm not saying she doesn't have a lot of money. I don't think, and Rob Thomas is not an A level creator and director. 
I don't think they have four million dollars sitting around. First right, of all. but there's also like a bigger cast of people. Yes, involved. they do. And but below them, it's not like they had a big name cast. I mean, the guys that played the main characters, they're not super. They're like C level actors, you know. If you're talking levels, yeah, but they're working so around all over. They're the working, internet, but yeah. it doesn't mean they can they can contribute that much money to really get that thing off the ground. That aside, what I like about this in the case of Zach Braff and what I like about it in the case of Veronica Mars, it is a democratic way of funding the projects that you want to see. And I would apply this to if Joss Whedon want to put a Kickstarter out there to get another Firefly movie going, I would contribute to that. The no studio is not going to back it. The, <laughs> the studio was going to back Veronica Mars. I would give money to Joss Whedon because you know what? I don't expect to get money back. I'm in, I am for lack of a better term, investing, investing. in something I want to see. My return is the product on the screen that I want to see. And I was able to give to, to get that on the screen. That is my return on investment. And I'm okay with that. It's a democratic way of getting what you want on the screen. Yeah, but then... Do you want it like Paranormal Activity 6? I mean, that's. I mean, this is the crap it, they're, they're shitting out all the time. Yeah, but okay, but your argument... One of the things that I've noticed about you is that your arguments are either one extreme or the other. Like, I can't like... What? Smart. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> what? That, what? I, mean, I know. Never. No, no, no. But it's like like <laughs> going along the lines of that smart villains argument mm-hmm. that I had. You were like, oh, well, oh, do you, we want dumb Bane villains? I'm like, no, Marcus. I don't want the complete opposite. <laughs> I was just doing I'm, that to punch you in the nuts. I know. <laughs> I know. But in this instance, I'm not saying that I would rather see Paranormal Activity 6, 7 or anything like that. I'm just saying that... Looking at it completely from a financial point of view, like you said, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe Kristen Bell isn't a C, isn't an A-level actress. Rob Thomas isn't like you know Aaron Sorkin or anything like that. That he's got all this money laying around. J.J. Abrams. Uh, yeah, J.J. Abrams. Whatever. I I get that, mm-hmm. but I just think that like why is it up like i mean i know that you don't have a problem with backing it, and that's fine. Like I said, not a problem whatsoever. But I just think that. Why is it that it's up to us to be able to say, hey, you know what? We want this to be made so much that we're not only going to pay money for it, mm-hmm. but we're also going to buy the ticket whenever the movie comes out. You, you know yeah. what I mean? See, like, I see that's both just- sides. Like, on the one hand, I, under, I completely understand and comprehend, especially when you throw Firefly in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I would want to put money towards that. On the other hand, I feel like it sets a hugely dangerous precedent that studios are going to start saying... No, you want money for this? We need to throw a Kickstarter together. I actually, exactly. I, I can see that actually, point too. I, I I disagree quickly there. Sorry, I just want to jump <laughs> no, in. No, no, I, I, I don't was, know that that will yeah. happen because, I mean, distributors will obviously get involved. But whatever, I mean, let's pretend, let's assume for a second that the Veronica Mars movie makes a shit ton of money. Somebody missed out on that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's not going to be a go raise the money yourself because if you if if you're a studio and you're not fronting the money, then you're not going to be seeing the return. I mean, yeah, that's true. So yeah. Like yeah. on the back end or whatever model, yeah. I imagine that studios will hurry to keep that from being a pattern. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's it's, it's complicated because it's about risk, you know. Uh, but and studios aren't in a position to risk right now. They all just want to minimize risk. That's why you see so many sequels and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but I don't know. For me, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. If you can, if you have the credibility, this whole Veronica Mars thing has been so interesting to me. And it's funny with Zach Braff because he's a bigger name. But to me, it's like a studio is saying no to this idea. And Zach Braff doesn't have, let's say, $48 million, which is what kick ass costs, which is not that expensive. He doesn't have $48 million. That's not a reasonable amount of money for a person or a small group of people to provide. You need, you know, backers. And if you actually have the pull to get it crowdsourced, 
I don't know. It's interesting to me. It's an interesting way to to sort of hold studios accountable for their hesitance to risk. And in in studio speak, I feel like risk means you know not a sequel, not a franchised idea, not necessarily all known entities. You know, I don't know. Right, but it's kind of funny that you're saying this, and yet the most back, you know, the the one popular Kickstarter is going to be a movie sequel to a TV oh, show yeah, before yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and yet the one original project is <laughs> getting shit on. Well, like you're if, absolutely right. That's a good point. If a studio um, wants to make it, they'll make it. If they want to buy the property, they'll buy the property. Like there's, you know, tons of books that get bought by studios before they even get released. Mm-hmm. And I don't like I don't fully understand the hate with the Zach Braff and the love for Veronica Mars because if you don't want to support it, then don't pay money. Yeah, yeah people I know. are like, acting like ripped off here. Everybody but yeah, like people it. are acting like <laughs> Zach Braff came into your house and like stole your wallet and like yeah. used your credit card and be like, you are going to be a thousand dollar sponsor. No, like if you don't want it, then don't pay for it. And if you don't want to see it, then don't go see it. Like I'm not yeah. going to go see the Veronica Mars movie because I have no, I never watched a show, so I don't have yeah. an interest in it. So it's not something that appeals to me, nor did I obviously pay for, you know, right. contribute to it. So yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I've never this. watched it, but I gave them. <laughs> but I know, yeah, I, I don't understand the hate at all I over the know. past. Plus well, who's to say to judge what somebody wants to see and what somebody doesn't. And that, like, I do. I do like the democratization of it in that yeah. respect. Like, you're literally setting your own price. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I overpaid. I so, should be giving him $10. <laughs> I guess we're just kind of, uh, and I don't know how much longer we have on this segment, but I don't know if I read this and I don't know if I could even link to it, but I remember like the week after the whole Kickstarter got funded and whatnot, there were a lot of uh, podcasts, movie mm-hmm. podcasts uh, that I listened to. And I could have sworn that at one point or the other, Rob Thomas was saying that, oh, you know, well... Since we've the fans have funded this, I'm going to try to make this like more of a fan, not in, like I'm paraphrasing, but like kind of mm-hmm. more like a fan wank sort of movie. I had heard that, you Pop know, like happy I, hour. yeah, I, I like I said, I don't know, I, I I know that I heard this on a podcast before. I need to definitely look it up, uh, but that just kind of got me a little bit scared too because it's like okay, so now we're going to be pandering, you know, like that set a scary precedent to me at least in terms of. Like we said, or original properties and things like that to to where if your Kickstarter gets funded and then enough people, you know, avoid, you know, basically dictate art and they kind of like yeah. dictate where this movie is going to go. Like that's that's kind of weird, you know, because then that's like that's glorified fan fiction. And at least in the case of Veronica Mars, it's not going to be its own story. It's going to be, like I said fan fiction and that's, yeah. that's kind of weird so. it was it was pop culture happy hour because I, I heard the same thing oh, yeah, okay. they discussed it yeah which is a great podcast if you don't listen yeah that, to that's from NPR so um, yeah. well Pat let me let me ask you before we wrap it up here you as yeah. a as a smaller actor working on smaller projects how do you feel about big names getting into the Kickstarter game do you feel like it's gonna it would in any way impact your projects negatively or do you think it's no, good? No, I mean, I, I actually don't because I, it, because it's strictly voluntary. Like, I mean, you're mm-hmm. giving as much money as you want to give to a person. Like, first of all, I don't feel like, let's say I'm in a, a small project that's shooting in New York next year and we want to raise some money. I don't feel like there's a lot of overlap between me and Zach Braff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, totally, you know, Zach Braff is a cool guy and it's awesome that he has that many fans. And if if there's a situation where he's pitching projects and people are saying like, you know, we're you know, he's not to be taken lightly. The guy made up Garden State, which was a big deal. And, 
and obviously was really successful as an actor in Scrubs and had some other movies that weren't so great, but still, especially <laughs> projects and getting no's from people yeah. that are probably no but. No right. but if you switch this and, you know, probably he's frustrated with that world and is saying, well, I don't have enough money to do this on my own, but I do have millions of fans who all have $2. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not as pure as all that, but it's also not that far from it. Like, yeah. I just don't have a problem with it. If people want to give Zach Braff $2 to say, make a good movie. I kind of prefer that to a studio head beating someone down enough, you know, in, yeah. and sometimes it works out like, you know, studios have given us great movies, but, you know, I kind of almost, you know, I can't make an argument against that versus a room of suits going like, all right, this idea is marketable enough, has enough provability that we're going to give it a right. hundred million dollars. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, yeah, I, it, it's weird that a rich guy is acting, asking people for money but it makes sense in a weird way i guess i don't know i don't have a problem with it as an actor for sure also right, yeah you know. well fair that's, enough that's a good point of view actually like since we're not we're not in the biz as they say <laughs> if anybody right. actually says that you know good point of view well i guess let's wrap this shit up then this is yeah, the yeah. longest show ever oh my god all right well you can call us at four six nine six six five nine eight two seven and since we're speaking of uh, Kickstarter-type projects, don't forget to support Traveling Bears' uh, upcoming film, Roscoe the, uh, Oscar, was it? Roscoe the Flying Rhino, Oscar. sorry. It's not on Kickstarter, <laughs> it's on Indiegogo. He's only looking for $30,000 to make his Muppet-style movie, so go check that out and give him a little cash. Tell him it's from the break room. Uh, let's see, also, you can email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter uh, at the Brick Room, at the Mark, at Naveed Central, at the WS WS nine seven seven five, and at WDYMS, or at Javi Fuentes, or at, at Ang Jonesy, and uh, <laughs> Break Room, and, break room and on MySpace Jonesy, whatever. as well. Yes, and MySpace.com slash The Break Room. <laughs> uh, also, we're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Break Room Show. We do have a wiki up now that we're slowly working on, uh, the Break Room.wikia.com. And don't forget to give us a five-star rating on iTunes if you would. Really help us out to get new listeners. And if you like the music at the end of the show, go buy a good art music page and buy the song through Amazon or iTunes. Gives us a little money to help paying for these servers. And uh, don't forget our sister show's 15-minute movie podcast with our old pal, Stefan, Mike Stefan Mike, lost in Sweden on Twitter. And don't forget the Hobo Shack, our old pal Nate, who gave us our question of the week this week, our uh, the book question. And, uh, yeah, I already talked about Traveling Bear. So that wraps it up for us. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, Zed will be here to give us uh, our spring movie preview, or music preview, sorry. And uh, we'll probably get to the segment we didn't get to this week, which was uh, Rolling Stone's list of the new immortals. He's giving us a spring music preview at the end yes. of the spring. <laughs> Wait, why am I not Summer invited music to this? I didn't well, say you weren't, Javi. Uh, uh, Let's talk about this, this after the like, show. I'm not. Yeah. I'm trying not to invite you to anything. So oh, wow. <laughs> I'm uninviting you to Star Trek now. Uh, <laughs> meow meow. <laughs> All right. Well, we we'll catch you guys uh, later. Alco out. Gasoline high five. Thanks, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're very is. welcome. It's been a pleasure. All right, yeah. man. Awesome. Thanks for having us on. By the way, you're welcome. Yeah, it was fun. WDYMS.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drums, please. <laughs>
to transform Just a bit of a break from the norm Just a little something to break the monotony Of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance? Give me a soft, subtle mix And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it And think of the summers of the past Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast Pop in my CD and let me run around And put your car on cruise and lay back Cause it's summertime And checking out the fellas to tell them who's best Riding around in your Jeep or your Benzos Or in your Nissan sitting on Lorenzo's Back in Philly we be out in the park A place called the Plateau is where everybody go Guys out hunting and girls doing likewise Honking at the honey in front of you with the light eyes She turn around to see what you beeping at It's like the summer's a natural aphrodisiac And with a pen and pad I compose this rhyme To hip you and to get you equipped for the summertime Definition of summer madness.
Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Pop Syndicate Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you. This is The Break Room. 